0: It's time for the Westwood Patriots football pregame show on ESPN UP. Here's Tanner Hoops.
1: Live from McAfee Field on the campus of Finlandia University in Hancock, Michigan, Westwood Patriot football is on the air, ESPN. Up! Hi everybody, Tanner Hoops with you. Thomas Dunston is our in-studio producer and engineer. Delighted to have the play-by-play coverage for tonight's Westpac football contest between the Westwood Patriots and the Hancock Bulldogs. The 14th all-time meeting between the two, Hancock owns a 7-6 advantage in the series, although Westwood comes in tonight having won the last three. They met a season ago back on September 28th, and the Patriots came away with a 46-0 blowout on homecoming. Before that, they hadn't met since 2008, and Hancock's last victory in the series came back on September 29th of 2006. But the Bulldogs come into tonight's game with a 4-1 record under a new coaching staff, Westwood, meanwhile, counters at three and two. The Patriots, winners of two straight, coming off a 52-19 win over Manistique on Friday. They totaled 514 yards in that game, 332 on the ground. The Patriots as a team are averaging 352 yards per game, 250 rushing, 102 through the air, while allowing an average of 200 yards per game. Meanwhile, Hancock coming off a 41-0 shutout victory over Munising last week. When we saw them last year, they're without a couple of key players, and that'll be the case once again tonight as the injury bug has bit the Bulldogs hard. They started last year 2-0 before losing their final seven. They were a playoff team two years ago, but that was Hancock's only playoff appearance since 2006. Here's a look around the West Pack tonight. Week 6 action is Houghton is uh, at Bessemer. They're taking on Go Gibbick. Gwyn is at Ishpeming. Lantz at home with Nagani. Iron Mountain is at Calumet, a game to keep an eye on this evening. Very well could decide the conference championship. Park River Harris is at Norway. Manistique's at home with Munising. And tomorrow, West Iron County travels to take on Lake Linden-Hubble. Westwood back home next week when the Lantz Purple Hornets come to town. Hancock, meanwhile, start the gauntlet of their schedule off tonight. They're at Iron Mountain next week, and then they'll take on Calumet in week 8. Here are the Westpac Copper standings entering play tonight. Calumet and Iron Mountain, both 5-0 and overall and 3-0 and in the division. They are tied atop the standings and again they're playing each other tonight in Calumet. You have Hancock at 4-1, 2-1 in the division as is Lantz, but the Bulldogs were responsible for Lance's only defeat this season. Then you have Westwood Nagani, three 3-2 overall, 1-2 in the division. Houghton is 1-4, 0-3 and Gojivik 0-5 and 0-3. That's what you need to know as we're live once again from McAfee Field at Finlandia University, where we will have kickoff between Westwood and Hancock in just a few moments. Let's take a timeout first, though. Let's get you an opportunity here from both head coaches, and we'll get their thoughts on tonight's matchup. All coming up as our pregame rolls on here in ESPN-UP.
2: The Fall Mattress Sale at Art Band Furniture and Mattress continues. Save up to $1,000 on top name brand mattresses. Tempur-Pedic, New Eye Comfort, Beauty Rest, Sterns & Foster, Serta, Sealing. All with a free power base upgrade. Get 0% financing up to 72 months. Free delivery and free TVs. The Fall Mattress Sale at Art Band Furniture and Mattress. And all Pure Sleep stores.
0: Whatever you want. Whatever you like. Whatever you want.
4: in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials.
5: Have you ever just completely lost yourself out on the open road? Just you and your favorite station, as loud as it can go. Every window down, one arm on the wheel, and a passing lane ahead that times out perfectly with a semi-truck that just pulled onto the highway, setting you up for a seamless pass. There's a lot to love about driving across the open road on a perfect day especially when you're cruising in the all-new 2019 Subaru Impreza from Fox Marquette. Featuring a 152-horsepower direct-injected engine, symmetrical all-wheel drive, and Wi-Fi connectivity, this Subaru was made for the love of the road. So grab a friend or two, crank up your favorite song, and take a drive while the UP weather is in its prime. Because there's a lot to experience in the UP this time of year, and getting there should be half of the fun. Fox Marquette. Experience the difference. This is
1: ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the
6: field. Jackson Vidlin, I'm a lineman, and I'm in 12th grade. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo is probably a chimp. A hot dog is probably not a sandwich. My favorite athlete is probably Jordan Burroughs, uh, an Olympic wrestler. My goofiest teammate is probably uh, Dylan Beebe. My favorite restaurant would have to be McDonald's. This is Jackson Vidlin, and you're listening to Westwood Football on ESPN-UP.
0: You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Regan
3: continues on ESPN-UP. Speaking with Westwood Head Coach Scott Sergilo before his team takes on Hancock. Coach, tell me about this week in practice, gearing up for this Bulldog team.
7: I thought we had a good week. Um uh you know it uh we're down a couple of kids we had one kid that had a family vacation um dylan baby's out you know with an injury uh and uh we have another kid that's out with an injury too so we're a little little bit shorthanded tonight um but it uh we had a good week we had a good week
3: tell me about hancock what do they bring to the table
7: uh size speed um well coached this is a good 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 real good football team it's uh we're gonna we're gonna have our hands full tonight they are they're they're good they're it's a good football team
3: give us some keys to a win tonight
7: we gotta control the line of scrimmage I you know I say that every week but you know um they're big they're really big up front if we can control the line of scrimmage and uh you know play play some good defense limit the big play um you know and try to maybe play a little bit of ball control tonight um we we uh may come out with a victory
3: Scott Sergiolo, Westwood Head Coach. More pregame after this on ESPN-UP.
8: At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business They don't just work here, they live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting EagleMine.com
9: forward slash careers. When is the last time you reviewed your mortgage loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your MBank mortgage lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly mortgage payment, help you pay off your mortgage faster, or let you get cash out for that project you've been planning. Let an MBank mortgage lending specialist help you decide if it's time to refinance. Call or visit your local MBank branch to get started today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football
3: on ESPN UP. continues on ESPN UP. Speaking with head coach Ramon Segay, his team getting set to take on Westwood. Coach, tell me about this week of practice, gearing up for the Pats.
5: Well, it's been a great week of practice. I mean, we really have prepared hard for Westwood. We know what kind of team they put together. Uh, they're they're excellent on defense. Their linebackers play really, really well and offensively they do a lot of different things it's, it's been a great week of practice then. defensively what do they look like well defensively there's a lot of speed on westwood i mean they they can get to the football the 11 guys that can get to the football and their linebackers they come downhill and they come hard so it's going to be a challenge for us to move the football
3: coach four and one start to your first season as head coach tell me about this program the direction you're hoping to take it
5: well it's really been a family atmosphere we've got three generations of bulldogs coaching and uh, it's been a lot of fun. You know, everybody kind of has their own position that they've taken charge of. You know, as far as position groups go, you know, running backs, linebackers, defensive backs, and, and everybody's kind of taking ownership of that from a coaching staff standpoint. And the kids are learning a lot, and they, they love it every day. Coach, give me some keys to a win tonight. Well, the biggest thing is defensively. We've got to we've got to tackle real well today and, and not let them get behind us in the secondary. If we can control the pass and stop the run first, we should be good to go.
3: Ramon Segu is the head coach at Hancock. We'll have more after this on ESPN UP
11: football season is an exciting time and from first downs to touchdowns it's all about teamwork i'm ej kastriva regional president of first bank and our teams in marquette and Ishperming are ready to assist you with your banking needs from a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match yes it's that time of the year football is in the air and first bank wants to be on your team stop in and let's chat first bank
4: member fdic and equal housing lender first hyphenbank.com. bank.com super one foods in Agani and marquette are thrilled to welcome in week six of the high school football season with these deals black angus boneless bottom round roast for 333 a pound smithfield bone-in spare ribs a dollar 99 a pound Whole Beef Tenderloin, $6.96 a pound. Tender Bird Leg Quarters, $4.94 for a 10-pound package. And a six-pack of Pepsi half-liter bottles, three for 9 dollars plus deposit. Prices are good through Saturday, October 5th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood Super One Foods.
8: information, visit stayactiveup.com.
1: This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field.
3: Eric Anderson, senior, running back. My favorite athlete is Aaron Rodgers. My go-to game day meal is a sub from Subway. My favorite emoji is the laughing emoji. My goofiest teammate is Jackson Vidlin by far. My favorite restaurant is McDonald's. I'm Eric Anderson, and you're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN-UP.
0: You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Westwood up in the Kwani Peninsula taking
1: on Hancock this evening. Tanner Hoops with you once again. Glad to have you along. Patriots 3-2, Bulldogs 4-1. It was a 46-0 shutout victory on homecoming for the Pats back at Westwood High School when the two met a season ago. Don't expect that kind of a game tonight. Expect this one to be grind and pound, and these two teams are going to go right at each other. Let's give you tonight's starting lineups, and we'll begin, as always, with the Patriots. And offensively... Not a whole lot of change. Their quarterback by Taylor Delangelo. In the backfield is Garrett Mann. The two wide receivers will be Chad Pullman and Mason Mariuzza. Travis Uren is the wingback. Eric Anderson will start at tight end. Then up front, the Patriot moving crew. The tackles from left to right, Michael Busineau and Jackson Vidlin. The guards are Spencer Harvilla and Dan Ostola. Matt Pavo is the center. Defensively, Westwood looks like this, running out of the 5-3. The bookends are Jackson Vittelin and Ty Alderton. The interior tackles Matt Pavo and Eli Lokala. Michael Busino is the nose guard. The three linebackers Garrett Mann centers Travis Uren and Eric Anderson. Zach Carlson and Chad Pullman will play corner. Taylor Delangelo is the safety. The head coach in his fifth year, Scott Sergila, career record 26-19. and 19. Assisted by Brad and Mitch Messing, Bobby Zolke, Seth Tackman and Tyler Lajoy. Those are the Westwood Patriots' record, three and two. Now the starting lineup for the Hancock Bulldogs: quarterbacked. They have a good one by Austin Salani, with his uh, me, Colton Salani is quarterbacking. Austin, his brother, in the backfield, along with fullback Cole Stuber, the two wide receivers, Carson Chenowith and Connor Leclaire. The tight end is Coy Anderson. Up front for the Bulldogs, the tackles are Willard Ball and Corbin Hayser. Dwayne Randall and Braden Kariainen will be the guards. The center is Rudy Beckela. Defensively, Hancock lines up in a 4 4. The bookends are Willard Ball and Dwayne Randall. Ryan Malden and Ben Galato will be the interior tackles. The four linebackers, Gabe Smith, Austin Solani, Brandon Pedola, and Bill Radiola. Shane Ajo and Carson Chenoweth will play corner. Connor LeClaire is the safety. The head coach in his first year, Ramon Segay. He is assisted by Matt Strong, Tom Curley, Richard Salani, Mark Storm, Adrian Satterstead, and Paul Duby. Those are the Hancock Bulldogs, their record 4-1, and one, winners of three straight as they enter play this evening. Again, we're at McAfee Field on the campus of Finlandia University here in Hancock. So we got the turf tonight, game time temperature. A chill, crisp 47 degrees with a slight wind as each team has just taken the field. Westwood wearing the traveling white uniforms with red numerals and a little bit of Navy supplements around a red helmet. Hancock wearing their home burgundy uniforms, gold numerals, burgundy pants, and a white helmet. We are just a couple of minutes away from kicking it off, and again we'll be taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard throughout the night. Gwyn and Ishpeming happening tonight back at the Ishpeming Playgrounds. You have Nagani at Lance. And, of course, the big one we'll be watching in the West Westpac this evening, Iron Mountain is at Calumet. That one could very well decide the conference championship. Hey, don't forget to tune in tomorrow morning to our Saturday morning coaches show. We are going to talk with all the coaches from Marquette County, get their thoughts on how Friday night went. Week six of the high school football season here in the great state of Michigan. We'll recap the action for you and maybe look ahead to next week. So I tell you what, we are still just a couple of minutes away. Let's take our last time out for the playing of the National Anthem. We'll have kickoff next here on ESPN-UP.
10: If you find yourself tuning into the Friday Night Football Games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the hometown touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpeming.
8: When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US-41 in Ishpeming.
12: The Clean Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.
0: Now you can
10: combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need, and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand-new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Boy, what's your
0: Make sure you're following ESPN UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP.
1: We are set for kickoff. Tanner Hoops with you. Thomas Dunstan in the studio. Glad to have you along here on ESPN UP. I tell you what, it's a beautiful night for it, albeit a little crisp. 47 degrees the temperature here at game time as the 7 o'clock hour is upon us here in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Tell you what, Major League Baseball playoffs continuing on today. Houston 6-2 winners over Tampa Bay in game one of that ALDS series. Uh, We are going to the bottom of the eighth with Atlanta leading St. Louis 3-0. Atlanta trying to even up that series At one game apiece. Once we sign off here tonight, we'll get you out to Chavez Ravine for game two of the Dodgers National Series here on ESPN Radio and ESPN-UP. That is coming up when our postgame concludes. And we hope to have you with us all night long for what should be a really fun Westpac football matchup. The lights are on. There's a chill in the air. It's the first Friday in October, and it's week six of the high school football season. I tell you what, Westwood football is brought to you in part by First Bank. They have offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan. Find out more at firsthypingbank.com, or better yet, stop in soon to meet the team. They are proud to be part of our community, and they are proud to be behind people. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center, 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Hancock is going to get the football to start things off. Westwood will go from left to right across your radio dial. And Chad Pullman has the ball teed up, ready to boot it away to a couple of awaiting Bulldogs back at their own 10-yard line. Pullman gets the whistle. He approaches, sends a low line drive kick that bounces end over end, glances off a Bulldog into the hands of Connor Leclaire, who tries to turn it upfield near the 25, and that's where he's dragged down by Stephen Kangas. And it's first and ten for the Bulldogs operating right to left across your radio dial. Again, the starters for Hancock offensively. Colton Solani, the quarterback, his brother Austin in the backfield along with Cole Stuber. Carson Jenoweth and Connor LeClaire, the two wideouts. Coy Anderson, the tight end. Up front from left to right, Willard Ball, Dwayne Randall, Rudy Beckla, Braden Carriainen, and Corbin Haysher. First and ten from the 25. Solani with a man in motion, that's his tight end, Anderson operates left to right. Five-man front defensively for Westwood, Solani takes a snap, drops back to pass, Blitz coming, rolling to his right to evade it, looking for an option, but nobody's open, and he's finally forced out of bounds for his short loss, Ty Alderton in pursuit. Garrett Mann, the linebacker there as well. Forced
13: out of bounds by number two, Zachary Carlson.
1: So he loses about three back to the 23-yard line. Brings up second down and 13. Westwood starters defensively. The five men up front from left to right. Jackson Bidlin, Eli Lokala, Michael Buzano, Matt Pavo, Ty Alderton. Travis Uren, Garrett Mann, Eric Anderson, the linebackers corners Chad Pullman, Zach Carlson, Taylor Delangelo's the safety, handoff on second down, dragging defenders up the middle for a gain of close to two is Austin Salani, as Mann came up to make the stop for Westwood. So it brings up third down at a long 10, passing situation for Hancock but they've shown they can do it. They will air it out more than most teams in the UP. They've been bit by the injury bug, they lost their starting fullback and their top wide receiver, they've been out since week two, well, they're spreading the field here with three wide, two to the near side. Salani working out of the shotgun, takes a snap, looks to his left, steps up in the pocket, pump fakes. Now rolls out to his right, fires across the middle. It's caught Leclerc. That's a first down and dragged out of bounds just shy of midfield. Had a weight in the pocket a long time, but he found Leclerc streaking across the middle of the field. And he's brought down by the safety, Delangelo, just shy of the 50-yard line. So first and ten for Hancock. One minute gone by. Gains about 24 on that pass play from Solani to LeClaire. Fourteenth all-time meeting between these two schools. Hancock has a 7-6 edge in the series. Max in the eye. Now a man in motion. That is Austin Solani. And a quick pitch out, there's Solani, the man in motion, makes the catch, turns it upfield, dragged down as he crosses the 45-yard line. Taylor Delangelo there to make the stop, helped out by Pullman. He's going to bring up second down and a yard. Gain of nine on the hookup from Solani to Solani. Just underway, scoreless football game, McAfee Field, home of the Finlandia Lions. Finlandia home tomorrow, taking on Olivet. Too wide, bolt to the far side, LeClaire in the slot, backs in the eye. Tied in Anderson to the left. Solani works under center. Takes a snap, drops back, now he's going to hand it off, and it's Austin Solani with nowhere to go. Delayed handoff, and he's stopped short for what looks to be a loss of one. Eli Lokola came up to make the stop for Westwood. So it brings up third down at a long two. We hit the 10-minute mark in quarter number one. Scoreless game just underway. Third down and, and, third,
13: and one. third down
1: and one. For the Bulldogs. And Hancock will send two out wide on this play. The in the slot. Eye formation for Solani. Four-man front defensively for Westwood. Takes a snap. Hands off up the middle. That Stubber, the fullback. Brought down near the line, and it looks like he has enough to move the chains. He does. That is good for Bulldogs first down. Clock stops momentarily with 9.38 to play in the opening quarter. Scoreless football game. Ball spotted at the Westwood 39, but Hancock putting together a strong drive. They've converted a pair of third downs already. Two wide bolt to the far side. Backs in the eye, Solani under center. Anderson, the tight end to the left side, takes a snap, rolls out to the right. Looking for help. Nobody there. Blitz is coming. He just tries to get rid of it, and he couldn't. And Travis Uren forces him out for a loss of close to five, maybe six. And that was probably a good decision for Solani to hold on to. He was trying to throw it away, but he decided to pull the ball back toward his body and take the loss of six yards because he didn't want Uren to knock that ball away and force a fumble in the open field. Good play by your Ren. Solani with nowhere to go. And it brings up second down and 16. Back to the 46. I-formation, two receivers near side. Man in motion, Austin Solani. He's going to line up as a third receiver. Fakes the pitch out. and He's going to hand it off to Stuber instead. And Stuber gets across the 45-yard line. And he's brought down to the 42. So he gains four. It brings up third down and 12. Solani gets the play call. Relayed in from the far sideline. Hancock's already converted two third downs. This drive can the Westwood defense hold. Scott Sergei from the sideline. Relaying destruct instructions to the defense. Spreading the field with three wide. Takes the snap. Solani looking, steps up, puts up a deep ball down the left sideline and overthrew his intended target. Was looking for LeClaire. LeClaire looked like he might have got a hand on it. I think a Patriot defender did as well. It brings up fourth down and 12 at the 42. So now what does Ramon Segay, in his first year as Hancock's head football coach drop here? And they're in punt formation. It's Austin Solani handling punting duties. Staff is a good one. Rugby-style punt. He's rolling out to the right. Now he's going to throw it, and he's got a man It's caught. That's a first down. Tackled at the 25-yard line, the fake punt works. Brandon Petola with the first down catch.
14: Austin Solani's
1: pass is complete for a first down. So Austin Solani, the running back, with the rugby-style look and then through the football when he saw a wide open Brandon Pedula, and he has the catch at the 25, and it's first and ten, Hancock. They keep this drive going. Two wide in the play, receiver to each side, Austin Solani the deep back. Anderson the tight end to the right, Colton Solani under center. He takes a snap, pitches to Austin, running off tackle right side, tries to cut back up the middle. He does for about three extra yards. Under eight minutes to play here in quarter number one, scoreless football game, Westwood taking on Hancock. Second down and seven after the three-yard run on first down. Ball spotted at the Westwood 23. Patriots trying to win their third straight. And snap Hancock's winning streak, and them just their second loss of the year. Two wide bolt to the near side of the field. Backs in the eye for Solani working under center. Solani on second and seven takes a snap, fakes a handoff, rolls out to his left side, looking, fires across his body, it's incomplete. Miss LeClaire, defended by the linebacker Eric Anderson, and it's third and eight at the 23.
13: Third
1: down for the it was a difficult pass for Solani. Tried to throw across his body. So another third down. Bulldogs are two of three on third down tries so far this drive. This drive was extended when they completed a fake punt pass on fourth down that went for about 15 yards. Three wide, two to the near side of the field. Shotgun for Zolani, takes a snap, steps up. Now he's going to tuck it, run it, and fighting off a few defenders, diving forward. He's going to come up shy of the marker, but inside the 20. It is two down territory for the Bulldogs. Eli Lokola came up to make the stop for Westwood. Mason Mariuzza was in there as well. So it's going to bring up fourth down and about two. Let's see what Hancock decides to do. They do have a kicking game. Austin Solani handles field goal attempts for them, but they're not going to try one here. Not from 34 yards out. And they'll go for it on fourth down. Solani takes a snap, stepping up, running the football. He's brought down. Ball came out toward the end, but I think they're calling him down. Zach Carlson came up to make the tackle for Westwood. And the Patriot defense holds. So Westwood able to get a fourth down stop, and they'll take over first down and ten deep in their own territory. Six sixteen to play here in quarter number one. And the Patriot offense quarterbacked by Taylor Delangelo. Garrett Mann, the running back. Wide receivers Chad Pullman, Mason Mariuta. Travis Uren, the wing back up front. Michael Buzano, Spencer Harvilla, Matt Pavo, Dan Ostola, Jackson Vidlin from left to right. Over... Bulldogs running a 4 4 defensively. Two wide to the far side of the field. Pullman in the slot. Shotgun formation for Delangelo with man a step to his right. Set the Bulldog defense here in a moment. Man in motion. That's Anderson. And we get a whistle blowing the first down play dead. Flag on the play. That's indicated against Westwood.
13: Penalty is against
1: Westwood. That'll be a legal motion. The Hancock defense looks like this. Up front, Willard Ball, Dwayne Randall, the bookends. Ben Galato, Ryan Molinen, the interior tackles. Gabe Smith, Bill Roddler, Brandon Piedela, and Austin Salani, the linebackers. Shane Ajo and Carson Chenna with the corners. And Connor LeClaire play safety. So first and 15 for Westwood following the penalty. Man in motion, that's Anderson. Going right to left, Delangelo takes a snap, designed QB run, off tackle left side, cuts it upfield for about five yards, and he's dragged down after getting the penalty yards back. The linebacker Austin Solani came up to make the tackle. Delangelo gets the ball out to the 20. Gained about seven.
13: Brings up second down and seven for Westwood.
1: Second down, a long seven coming up for the Patriots after a seven yard run for Delangelo on first down. Nobody out wide on this play. Check that they're going to send Mariutes out there to the near side. He's alone wide out on this play. Shotgun formation, man in motion, you ran right to left. Delangelo takes a snap. Delangelo cutting inside the tackles, fighting forward toward the 25. Delangelo gains a couple. Yards. And brings up third down at about four. Clock continues to roll. 5 13 to play quarter number one. Scoreless football game. Westwood on offense for the first time. McFee Field at Finlandia University. Delangelo breaks a huddle. Sends one wide to the near side. That's Mariuta. Chenoweth covering him. Shotgun formation, D'Angelo, man in motion, left to right, that's Pullman. Takes a snap, rolling out to his right, fires, got a man, caught Pullman in the flat, and he's brought down near the 26-yard line.
13: number
1: It's a short gain near the first down marker, but the spot looks like he's short by about a yard or two. And it's going to bring up fourth down and a long one. Punting situation for Westwood, deep in their own territory. All spotted at their 26-yard line. So the punt unit on for Westwood. Stephen Kengus is back to boot it away. He awaits a snap from Pavo. It's a high one, but he pulls it down and gets away a really nice punt that angles away from Austin Salani, rolls by him, and rolls dead at the Hancock 37-yard line down by Garrett Mann. So good punt for Kangas to get him out of the shadow of his own goalpost. And Hancock takes over first and ten at their own 37-yard line. 3.50 to play quarter number one scoreless football game here at Finlandia U. Adrian's back home next week. The Lance Purple Hornets will be in town. That's 3-2 and two on the year, entering play tonight, Hancock at 4-1. and one. Bulldogs on their second offensive series with two out wide of the play, one to each side. High formation, Solani working under center, takes a snap, and he hands off to Austin Solani, cutting up the middle, and he's dragged down for a short game near the 40, but a flag comes out at the end of the play.
13: Bulldogs. Game of two, but there's a flag on the play.
1: Jackson Vidlin came up to make the stop for Westwood. A gain of three and a face mask call goes against Westwood. So Zellani gained three on first down. And with the penalty, that'll move the ball out to the 45. Zolani gets the play call relayed in from the sideline. It's a first down and about three from the 45 yard line. Two wide, one to each side. Solani in the eye formation hands off to Austin Solani, stacked up near the line. Second effort gets him across for a first down. Austin,
14: Solani
1: on the carry. Oh, down just shy of midfield. Travis Uren, Eric Anderson come up to make the stop for the Pats. 3.13 to play, quarter number one. Check the out-of-town scoreboard at quarter break. Ball resting at the Hancock 49-yard line, first and ten for the Bulldogs. Mason Mikish, the wide receiver to the near side of the field. LeClaire to the far side. Backs in the eye. Solani under center against a four-man front. Takes a snap. Pitches to Austin. Reverse to LeClaire. LeClaire coming around the left end, and he's got room. 45-40. Bounces off a would-be tackler and is dragged down to the 37-yard line by Eli Lokala. Good play call. Both Solanis had it. And then lateraled it to LeClaire. They had all the Patriots going the opposite way. And Hancock is moving the football into Patriot territory, 237 to play, quarter number one scoreless football game. Too wide to the near side, Shanna went, then LeClaire in the slot. High formation, Solani working under center. Solani takes a snap, fakes a handoff, dropping back to pass, stepping up, nobody's open, he has to run for his life to the right side, just throws it away. Solani's pass intended. Was pressured by four, Jackson Vidlin And Travis Uren. Ty Alderton with a little bit of a pressure a too. Two thirteen to play quarter number one, second down and 10 upcoming. Ball at the Westwood 38. Patriots coming off back-to-back wins over Ishpeming and Manistique. Trying to make it three in a row tonight. Too wide to the far side of the field. Anderson, tight end to the near side, has not been targeted tonight. A man in motion left to right. Austin Salani takes a snap, handoff Stuber, the fullback up the middle. And he's brought down for a gain of about one, just shy of the 35. Brings up third down and about eight. Clock rolling inside, two minutes to play, quarter number one. Westwood at Hancock, scoreless football game. Lights are on here at Finlandia, used McAfee Field. Artificial turf service. Shotgun formation for Solani, spread the field with three wide on third and eight. Takes a snap, dropping back, looking, fires over the middle and over through LeClaire. Solani had to be perfect on that throw. He had a window, albeit not a very large one. But the pass sailed over LeClaire's head, did not have a chance anyway, and it brings up fourth down and eight. Ball at the Westwood, 38. Minute 31 to go, quarter number one, scoreless football game. See what Hancock decides to do here. Going to keep the offense on the field. Three wide, two to the far side of the field, shotgun formation for Solani. Takes a snap, stepping up, fires, quick slant, caught, LeClaire, he's got room to run. First down, and then some see you later, Connor LeClaire. On fourth down and eight, a 38-yard touchdown pass to Connor LeClaire. Streaking across the middle of the field, it was a quick slant. And there was nobody home for Westwood across the middle of the field. A 38-yard touchdown pass to Connor LeClaire. And Hancock draws first blood. And the point after try, the kicker, will be LeClaire, who just scored the touchdown. Austin Solani is going to hold it. Snap is low. Solani digs it out, and the kick is up. The kick is good. extra
13: point kick
1: is good. Good. So with a minute 24 to play in quarter number one, a 38-yard touchdown pass on fourth and eight from Solani to Connor LeClaire puts Hancock up seven to nothing. That caps a 62-yard scoring drive. Let's see what Westwood can do in response here in their short time left in the opening quarter. And while we have a minute, check the out-of-town scoreboard. Get you caught up on what else is happening around the UP tonight. Gladstone's got an early lead, 7-0 in the opening quarter. No score between Gwyn and Ishpeming. Iron Mountain, 7-0 over Calumet. That game, one quarter in the books. And Nagani with a 7-0 lead over Lance, 8-18 to play in the opening quarter. Back here, the score is 7 nothing Hancock on top. Bulldogs taking the first lead of the game. A 38-yard touchdown pass to Connor LeClaire on fourth down and eight. Caps a 62-yard scoring drive, and now LeClaire is sent to boot it away. Sun has sent. The lights are on here in the Kwanee Peninsula. A brisk, cool, albeit clear evening here in early October. LeClaire awaits a whistle. He gets it. Delays his approach, and now he's ready. Comes home with it and boots it end over end. We should have a return on it. Anderson with it near the 20. Anderson cuts it upfield to the 30, across it to the 35, and is dragged down by Malanen on special teams. So first, in town, uh, first and 10, Westwood at the 35-yard line, trailing 7-0 late first quarter, a minute 18 to play. Hey, coming up at halftime, I caught up with high school girls tennis coach Sarah Massey. Her team took home the UP Division II title for the fourth consecutive year earlier this week. Hear that interview coming up at half, plus the numbers, recap, and scoring summary. Shotgun formation for DeLangelo on first and ten, and we have a play blown dead from the sideline. Something on Hancock's sideline. Some kind of debris. Need to get cleaned up before they could snap the football. Now they're good to go. Man in motion is Pullman. Delangelo takes a snap. Rolls to his right. Steps, fires across the middle. Caught. That's Mariuzza. across the 45 and is dragged down near the 47. That'll be enough for the first down. Good spot. that give him about 13 yards to the 48-yard line. So a gain of 13 on the pass hookup from Delangelo to Mariuzza on first down. And Westwood moves the sticks. Scott Sergila, his fifth year, as Westwood's head coach. Ramon Segay on the other side, Hancock's JV coach for many years. His first year running the varsity squad, he's off to a four-and-one start. Shotgun formation, Pullman in motion, right to left. DelAngelo takes a snap, QB run off tackle, left side across the 50, 45, and dragged down just shy of the forty. So a couple of plays and Westwood suddenly surges into Hancock territory on what could be the final play of the first quarter. Game clock and play clock are at 24 and 29. So Westwood doesn't have to run another play in this quarter if they don't want to. Delangelo moves the sticks with a first down carry out to the 42. 15 seconds to play, quarter number one. Westwood hustles to the line for one last play. See if they can squeeze one in before the end of the quarter. Shotgun formation for DeLangelo. Man in motion left to right, that's Pullman. And we get a whistle with one second left in the quarter. And a flag has been thrown. And Scott Sergill is not happy. Haven't seen any kind of indication on who this is going to go against. But Scott Sergila chirping at the official from the sideline. He seems to think that the penalty's on him. And now three officials are going to get together. It looks like they're picking up the flag. The flag is picked up. So, the, picked up the so it looks like an inadvertent flag. And the first quarter is going to end on that bizarre note. So we're being told the explanation is that originally delay of game was called. Keep in mind they switched delay of game rules. The MHSA did during the offseason. And the back official went by the old rules. And that confusion is going to cost Westwood from getting a playoff here in this first quarter. We're through one, 7 nothing Hancock. Second quarter after this on ESPN-UP.
8: When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call Time Out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US-41 in Ishpeming.
0: You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP.
1: Scoreboard update, Gwynn trailing Ishpeming 7-0 that game late in the first quarter. Atlanta taking down St. Louis 3-0 in game two of that NLDS series. They're even at a game apiece earlier in the day. Houston beat Tampa Bay 6-2. And Minnesota with a 1-0 lead over the Yankees that game in the home half of the first. Whether the be Arkansas, okay, Funeral Home, support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trinari. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Start of the second quarter here in Hancock. Westwood with the football, first down and ten at the Bulldog 42-yard line. Shotgun formation, Delangelo takes a snap, blitz coming, steps up, hit as he throws down the sideline, caught, Pullman racing for the end zone, dies for the pylon, is he in? He is short. Delangelo took a shot as he let that ball go, but he found Pullman streaking down the sideline. It's a good five feet behind his defender, and somebody caught Pullman from behind that saved a touchdown. You don't get to say that very often. Knocked out of the two, but it's a gain of 40. Delangelo to Pullman sets up first down goal to go with the two for Westwood. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. One wide to the far side of the field, that's Pullman. We get a whistle and a timeout called by Westwood. Got Sergela wants to talk about it. Super One Foods in Nagani Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more. With the logos of your favorite school, Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. And get active, be active, stay active with Active Physical Therapy and Marquette, Ishpeming and Aghani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Tanner Oops on play-by-play. Play. Thomas Dunstan, Max Stevens in the studio for us. stand is open. Seven nothing Hancock leading, eleven fifty three to play quarter number two. But the Patriots with it first and goal, at the two yard line. Ten forty nine to play in the opening. Uh, excuse me, in the opening half, and Marquette has a three nothing lead over Alpena non conference action. And as mentioned, Iron Mountain leading seven nothing after one. They're at Calumet tonight. Shotgun formation on first and goal. Delangelo with man, a step to his right, man in motion, is your Takes a snap, QB keeper, right at the middle, he's in. Right middle. Taylor right. Delangelo, a two-yard touchdown run, and Westwood is a point away from tying this game. However, kicking, not an option on extra points for Westwood this season. And a chance to take a lead on the ensuing conversion attempt. 11.52 to go, quarter number two. Delangelo brings a play call in from the sideline. Two wide on the play, bolt to the near side, Pullman in the slot. He's joined out there by Marriuzza. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Takes a snap, rolls to his left side, looking for an option. Fires, Caught. It was juggled by Pullman, but he hauled it in Chris Carson style. And Westwood leads it 8-7 with 11.50 to play in the first half. So Westwood puts together a 65-yard scoring drive. It was helped out by a 40-yard completion from DeLangelo to Pullman. And then DeLangelo rushed in from two yards, and finds Pullman for the two-point attempt to get Westwood ahead, 8-0 with 11.50 to play, here in quarter number two, again at halftime, a visit with Sarah Massey, head girls tennis coach at Westwood, her team winning the UP finals for the fourth straight year earlier this week, play that interview back for you at the break, then we'll get you caught up on scores from around the area. Coach Serge having a very animated discussion with one official on the near sideline. His team leading 8-7 on the road, taking on the Hancock Bulldogs, 4-1 and one start to the year. Michigan's first playoff projections came out this week, and both teams are projected to make it. Hancock in Division 5, Westwood in D6. Fullman has it teed up, ready to boot it away. Sends the approach, a low line drive, high bouncing kick. That's a live ball to flex off a Bulldog and is pounced upon by another. Took a funny hop off one Bulldog player. And Jackson Rocky jumps on top of it near the 36 yard line, and that's where Hancock will take over first down and 10.
13: Bulldogs take over.
1: So can Solani and company answer? Westwood 3-2, Hancock 4-1. Entering play tonight, the Patriots won 46-0 last year. For a new coaching staff, a new year for these Bulldogs. Back's in the eye. Takes a snap, Salati, handoff to his brother. Goes right up the middle, and he's stacked up and thrown backwards for a short gain. Garrett Mann. Luke Mariuzza was in there as well. Eric Anderson comes in to clean up. I'll give him two to bring up second down and eight. 30 seconds into quarter number two. Westwood leads it eight to seven. Mikish brings in the play off in the sideline. Westwood back home next week to take on Lance, And then the last road trip of the regular season two weeks from tonight. That's a long one to take on Gogibick. Takes a snap. Pitch to Solani. Has blockers to the left side fighting up the middle. And he's stacked up and thrown backwards as he crosses the 45. Forward progress is going to give him close to four or five yards. It's going to bring up third down and about three. So third and a long three for the Bulldogs. 10-45 to play, quarter number two. Westwood on top, eight to seven. Two wide of the play, bolt to the near side. Third down and a long three. Bulldogs have been good on third down so far tonight. Salani under center, backs in the eye, takes a snap, handoff. Austin up the middle has a first down and then some, and he's finally brought down. Had one man to beat before getting to the open field, and that could have got really messy. But Eric Anderson with a shoestring tackle just across midfield, and it's first and ten, Hancock. As Solani was screened by one of his blockers, one of his offensive linemen as he tried to get across the first down marker, pushed him out of the way and then scooted across and nearly broke it open for what could have been a long, devastating run for Westwood. Too wide, bolt to the far side of the field, Leclerc lines up in the slot. Mike is out there as well. Zolani lines up to the near side, takes a snap, rolls out to his right, stepping up, fires across his body, it's caught, and that's LeClaire who couldn't stay in bounds after getting one foot down. It is a catch. He had nobody between him and the end zone, but his momentum took him out of bounds after making that grab inside the 25 yard line. Leclerc steps out of bounds, was thrown right along the sideline. LeClaire adjusted his body, made the catch. Couldn't stay in bounds and run the distance and, and sets up first down and 10 at the Westwood 25. Two-man backfield. Austin Solani, the deep pack, takes the pitch from his brother, running off tackle to the left side. Anderson can't bring him down to the open field. Solani cuts it across and he's knocked out of bounds just shy of the first down marker. Shook off a tackle from Anderson. And he's run out of bounds for a gain of nine. Brings up second down and one near the 16. Clock stops with 9.39 to go in the quarter. Eight to seven Westwood, but Hancock knocking on the door. High formation. Takes a snap. Handoff. Stuber, the fullback. He has a first down and he's dragged down just shy of the 10. Gains five, maybe six. First and ten, Hancock inside the 12. The Bulldogs on the move, trailing by one. Keep in mind they do not need a touchdown. They have a kicking game. They're in range for a couple of different players in their roster. High formation, handoff. Austin Salati bounces off one, would be tackler, has the corner, touchdown. He was going up the middle, looked like a busted play, and a couple of Patriots bumped into him but didn't bring him down. And Salani just bounced it to the outside. And he races 12 yards into the end zone, and Hancock once again takes the lead with 9 12 to play in quarter number two. So, again, the Hancock offense doing a really good job there. Now, the point after try. 12-8, excuse me, 13-8. Hancock leading by five, and they're going to keep the offense on the field. That's the right decision. Salani from the shotgun. Stuber a step to his left, takes a snap, is QB run, goes up the middle, and he's in. So the two-point try works. And Hancock leads Westwood 15-8 to with 9-12 to play. In quarter number two, the two offenses going back and forth at each other. Looking for a safe and sound community bank, then look to M Bank from business loans to home mortgages and everything in between. M Bank's in your corner just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Art Van Furniture in Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who have been serving our community since 1971 at Household Appliance. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses service after the sale is always a guarantee. Check out ArtVan.com to see their weekly ads and preview their selection. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future good luck. From Fox Motors Team UP. And Eagle Mine is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemindcom forward slash careers for more information. Tanner Hoops in the play by play. 9-12 to play. Quarter number two. Hancock leading Westwood 15-8. The two offenses going back and forth at each other after neither scored on their opening possessions. LeClaire has it teed up, ready to boot it away, operating from left to right across your radio dial. McVie Field, under the lights on the campus of Finlandia University. The approach sends a high arcing kick end over end. will have a return on it. From about the five-yard line, it's Pullman. Made one man miss, and a second is finally thrown backwards near the 24-yard line. And that's where Westwood will set up shot first down and ten. Westwood with a 62-yard scoring drive. 40 yards came on a passing play from Delangelo to Pullman. And then Delangelo took it in from two yards out for Westwood's only score. Ty Alderton, in as a tight end on this formation, brings in the play call from the sideline. Two wide of the play, bolt to the far side, Mariuta plus Pullman. Two tight ends, Anderson to the near side, now he goes in motion, lines up as a wing. Alderton, a tight end to that side. Shotgun for Delangelo, there's movement up front. Flag blows his play dead and it's going to be a full start against Westwood. So that sets up first down and 15, 9.06 to play, first half. Again, coming up at halftime, we'll recap the first half, give you the numbers, scoring summary, look at the out-of-town scoreboard, and you'll hear an interview with girls' tennis coach Sarah Massey. Her team winning the UPs earlier this week, fourth straight UP title. Shotgun formation to Langelo on first and 15, takes a snap design QB run, takes a hard shot as he crossed the 20, L'Angelo and is dragged down after gaining the penalty yards back. Rodola came up to make the stop for Hancock, and it brings up second down at 10, inside nine minutes to play in the first half. Don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's Saturday morning coaches show. We hear from all five coaches in Marquette County and get their thoughts on how Friday night went. Plus, we'll award our Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness of Marquette County Player of the Week. All that and more coming up tomorrow at 9 a.m. on ESPN-UP. gun formation on second and ten. Pullman in motion right to left. Delangelo takes a snap, cuts it up the middle, and he's dragged down for a short game. It's about four out to the 28. Petola came up to make the stop. And it brings up third down, and will call it seven, eight-minute mark, quarter number two. Westwood trailing Hancock, fifteen to eight. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. Patriots back home next week when Lance comes to town. Then at Go Gibbick two weeks from tonight, and then home with Degani to close the regular season. Man in motion, that's Pullman. Delangelo takes a snap and rolls to his right. Steps, fires, caught by Pullman in the flat. Turns it upfield. Not much of a gain, though. It's not going to be enough to move the sticks. It's a long way to run for a gain of about two, and it's going to bring up fourth down at four. We get a whistle and what have we? A timeout called? Yep, timeout called by Westwood. So it's fourth down and a long four. Ball at the Westwood 33. Westwood trailing with 7-18 to play in the first half. Hancock the advantage 15-8. to eight. And likely we will get the ball back. Oh, did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at 1st or better yet, stop in soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. And Big Boy Restaurant Marquette has room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets with room for everybody to eat together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. 7 to play, quarter number two, 15-8 lead for Hancock. Week six of the high school football season, Westwood looking for win number four. Just used their second timeout. To set the scene, it's fourth down and four. Westwood with the football at their own 33. And Scott Sergila using his second timeout. Hancock already out there. Waiting to see what formation Westwood sends out. One would have to think it would be the punt unit. But that does not appear to be the case. The offense is going to stay on the field for Westwood. And now Hancock has to rejuggle their defensive look. Delangelo out of the shotgun on fourth down. Takes a snap. Rolling to his left. He's got room to run. Tucks it, runs it, and he's got a first down. Dragged down just shy of the 40. How about that call from Scott Sergila? Went forward on fourth and a long three, fourth and four from the 33, and converts on the legs of his quarterback. Westwood moves the football, moves the chains, and they have a first down at their own 38-yard line. Two wide, both to the near side of the field, Mariutza and Pullman. Shotgun formation, DeLangelo with man, a step to his left. Four-man front defensively for the Bulldogs. Tied in Anderson in motion. DeLangelo takes a snap. QB keeper up the middle across the 40. Still on his feet as he's being thrown backwards by four burgundy jerseys. DeLangelo carries for four yards. And he's going to gain about four on first down, bring up second and six. Clock continues to roll, 634 to play, half number one. 15-8, Hancock leading by seven. Delangelo gets a play call from Coach Serge. Bethia like roaming the sidelines at two Westwood. Too wide to the near side. Mariutza with Pullman in the slot. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Man a step to his left. Man in motion is Anderson right to left. Takes a snap, rolls to his left, steps up in the pocket with nobody open. Now he's going to tuck it and run it. DeAngelo gets across the 45. A busted play, but he gains about three. And it's going to bring up third down and about three yards. Patriots 3-2 and two entering play tonight. Hancock, new coaching staff, losing two starters on the offensive side due to injury, have still put together a 4-1 season. Down and three for the Patriots. five and a half minutes to play quarter number two Hancock by seven too wide to the far side shotgun formation man a wing back to the near side goes in motion Delangelo takes a snap rolls out to the right side now he's going to tuck it run it and has enough for the first down broad down just shy of midfield
13: by for the bulldogs
1: that should be enough to move the sticks, and it is. Kerry Einen came up to make the stop for Hancock. Clock stops momentarily with 5-10 to play in the quarter. 15-8, Hancock leading by seven. Night has fallen here at McAfee Field, Finlandia University. First and ten, Westwood. Football resting at their own 49-yard line. This drive started at the Patriot 24. Man in motion, you left to right. DelAngelo takes a snap, but the play is blown dead.
13: We have a flag on the play. Delay of flag was
1: thrown, and it's going to be delay of game against Westwood. Hancock yet to commit a penalty tonight. Westwood already with their third, 3 for 15. Max Westwood up to their own 44, first down and 15, 4.39 to play, quarter number two. Westwood's got one timeout as the clock starts to become an issue if Westwood wants to score before halftime. One big play tonight, a 40-yard hookup from Delangelo to Pullman. Other than that, it's been ground and pound. Takes a snap, jet sweep, Pullman. Cutting across the left side, across the 45, and dragged down just shy of midfield. So Pullman with a gain of five, and that makes up for the penalty. Raudiola and Petola came up to make the stop for Hancock. So second and ten, ball back to the original line of scrimmage, the
14: 49.
1: 4-13 to play in the quarter, 15-8, Hancock leading by seven. One wide far side of the field, that is Mariuta. Pullman joins him now. Shotgun for Delangelo, man in motion, Anderson left to right. Delangelo takes a snap, design QB run, off tackle, right side across midfield, 45 near the first down marker. Initial spot looks like he's going to be just short of the marker, and it's going to be third and inches. A gain of nine and a half for Delangelo. And the spot looks like he is just short, so it's going to be third down in less than a yard coming up for Westwood. So Westwood. Ball resting at the Hancock, 42. Patriots quickly get to the line. Two wide, near side of the field. Anderson tied in far side of the field. Shotgun formation, Delangelo. Man in motion, Anderson right to left. Delangelo takes a snap. Rolling fires, caught in the flat. That's Pullman, first down, turns it upfield, sideline. 35, 30, and finally dragged down to the 25. A gain of 16 on third down in inches for Westwood. A short pass to Pullman that he caught in the flat, turned it upfield, making a few men miss. And Westwood has a fresh set of downs down to the Hancock 26-yard line. Three-minute mark here in quarter number two. Clock has restarted with the chains reset. Shotgun, for Angelo. Patriots trail by seven. Man in motion, Anderson. Takes a snap, rolls out to the left side. Going to tuck it, run it to the 25-20, and there he's dragged down. Gain of five, maybe six. Randall came up to make the stop for Hancock. Peter Anderson in there as well. 2.30 to play in the quarter. Again, Westwood with one timeout left. Hancock is all three. Third and four for the Patriots. So now third down and four. Westwood the with the football side. at the Hancock 20. Too wide to the far side. Anderson in motion right to left. Delangelo takes the snap, rolls to his right, steps up, runs the football. has got a first down inside the 15 to the 10, and is finally dragged I'm down there. The the got inside the 10 and fell forward. He looks just shy of the five-yard line. The line. That's good for looks like they're going to spot him about the eight, and that will make it first and goal. Westwood, a gain of 12 for Taylor Delangelo. 2 2 to play, quarter number two. Westwood trailing by seven, but has it first and goal at the Bulldog eight. And a timeout's been taken. Westwood using theirs. And now uh, we're going to take a timeout. Well, for a high level of service, look to Ember's Credit Union. And Super One Foods in the and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. Danner Hoops, Thomas Dunston, the crew for tonight. Glad to have you along here on ESPN UP. Online at ESPNUP.com and with our app. Fans,
15: please Major
1: League out. Baseball postseason. We've been following here in ESPNUP. Houston 6-2 winners over Tampa Bay. Astros lead that series one game to nothing. Atlanta blank St. Louis 3-0 earlier today. They even that series at a game apiece. And Minnesota leading the Yankees 1-0 that game bottom of the second. Again, we will join the late game in progress this evening. And we'll be Nationals at Dodgers game two of that best of five series. Dodgers lead at 1-0. Out of the timeout, first and goal at the 8. Two wide, one to each side of the field. Delangelo hands off Pullman, jet sweep going around the end. That time they're ready for it, but they can't finish the tackle. And Pullman races into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. They had Pullman stop for what should have been a loss of about three. He was stacked up by two different Bulldogs behind the 11, and they just didn't finish the tackle as if they were waiting for the whistle, as if forward progress was going to blow the play dead, and Pullman just kept playing through the whistle, and he races into the end zone for an eight-yard touchdown run, and Westwood is now a point after try away from retaking the lead with a minute 53 to go in the half. Two-point unit out there. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Man a step to his left. Delangelo takes a snap, cutting it up the middle, diving near the end zone. He is short. And Hancock retains the lead. They will hang on to it. A minute 53 to play, quarter number two. It's Hancock 15, Westwood 14. An eight-yard touchdown run by Chad Pullman. Conversion fails and Westwood still trails by one. And we keep looking around the out-of-town scoreboard this evening. Gladstone is 7-0 lead. They're taking on Sault Ste. Marie this evening. That game midway through the first half. Ishpeming has opened up a 24-8 lead over Gwyn. Fans, make sure you
13: buy
1: your 50. Iron Mountain against. 7-6 over Calumet. That game is at and half half halftime. And Nagani has a 7-0 lead over Lance. That game, late in the first half.
13: All proceeds go to the Hancock Athletic Booster
1: Club. Continue it's to good. check on the out-of-town scoreboard as scores roll in throughout the UP. Marquette leading 10-0. They're at home tonight against Alpena. Homecoming night for the Red Men. 7.39 to play in the first half there. Our score, 15-14. Hancock by one, a minute 53 to go until halftime. Jad Pullman set to kick it away. The approach, a low line drive, takes a high bounce, makes his way to Chenoweth, and he's brought down immediately by man. Lost a couple of yards on the return. He tried to cut backwards, cut away from man, and that cost him about two yards back to the 34-yard line. So first down and ten for Hancock. They've got all three timeouts to work, and a minute 51 left to play with. Keep in mind they do have a reliable kicking game. Could get in field goal range with this. Salani works under center, takes a snap pitch to Austin Salani. Cutting off tackle to the left side, Delaware no, to go, and he's wrapped up by four different white shirts for a loss. Anderson came up, was a part of that scrum. Jackson Vidlin as well. A loss of two and it brings up second down and twelve. Hancock's not gonna spend a timeout, ninety seconds left. That last Patriots scoring drive, 76 yards. And keep in mind, they converted a fourth and long three at the 33-yard at their own 33-yard line. Too wide of the play, one to each side. Solani takes a snap, steps up, takes a deep shot down the center of the field. It's caught. It's LeClaire and dragged down at the 25 by Pullman. Number Not going to find many kids in the UP faster than Chad Pullman. LeClaire got a great angle on him, and that throw was right on the money from Solani. Put it right where only his man could get it. A long gain down to the Westwood 23-yard line. It'd be a 40-yard field goal try from here if they get to that point. Solani takes a snap, pitches to Austin, running off tackle to the left side, and he's dragged out of bounds. Zach Carlson, the corner off his man, knocked him out. Fifty seconds left. They have a couple of kicking options on this Hancock team. Right now, would be close to a forty-yarder if they choose that option when they get there. Ball spotted at the twenty-six, so it would be a forty-three-yarder from here. Too wide. Bolt to the far side of the field. I have formation. Salani. Under center, takes a snap, rolls out to his left side, looking to throw. Nobody's open, blitz coming, just has to throw it away. Solani Michael Buzano will get credit for the QB hurry. And it brings up third down and 12. 44 seconds to play in quarter number two, Hancock leading 15-14. And is this two down territory for Coach Ramon Segay? They've got a couple of kicking options, but it'd be a 43-yard kick on a cold night. Three wide, two to the far side. Shotgun formation. Salani takes a snap, looks across the middle, fires LeClaire, had it, and it got popped out of his hands incomplete. He got struck by Taylor Delangelo, who laid his helmet into the football as LeClaire was cradling it to his stomach and knocks it incomplete. And it brings up fourth down and 12. Ball at the 26. And now what does Hancock do? Do they try the kick here? 40 seconds left in the first half. And the offense will stay on the field for Hancock. Three wide, two to the far side, shotgun formation on fourth and 12 in the 26. Takes a snap, looking across the middle, blitz coming, steps up, fires deep ball, in zone, overthrew him, and the Westwood defense holds. The so Westwood can just take a couple of knees, get this one to halftime, down by one. 35 seconds left. We'll see how aggressive Scott Sergilo wants to play this one. 35
2: seconds to go here
1: in the second quarter. Doesn't have any timeouts. <laughs> Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. And got with all three of their timeouts. And Westwood is in kneel-down formation. They're just going to take this one into halftime as... Delangelo, no, they're going to hand it off. They're going to try running a play. And, uh, they came out in victory formation, but they do hand it off to Travis Uren, who fights forward for a couple of yards. Clock, Clock continuing to roll. 20 seconds left in the first half. Westwood does get up to the line. They're in victory formation again, but they were on first down. They ran it. Now we have a whistle. And what have we? Westwood was trying to make a substitution after everybody was set. And the officials are talking with each other. Now they're trying to get the attention of the scoreboard operator. They want three more seconds put back on the clock. They want 12 seconds on the clock. And Delangelo is going to hand off to Anderson. Anderson dragged down by Petola. And that is going to do it for half number one. We're halfway home here at Hancock. The Bulldogs lead Westwood 15-14. Halftime show numbers recap. And a look at the out-of-town scoreboard next on ESPN-UP.
11: Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostreva, regional president of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC an equal housing lender. First-bank.com.
8: information, visit stayactiveup.com.
0: You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Halftime here at Hancock
1: and the Bulldogs lead it by 115 to 14. Let's tell you about it. Each team was stopped on their opening possession. The Dogs got the ball back, and with a minute 24 to play in the opening quarter, they converted a fourth down and eight with a 38-yard touchdown pass to Connor LeClaire. That capped a 62-yard scoring drive, and the Bulldogs with the point after went up 7-0. Westwood responded on their next drive, though. Ten seconds into the second quarter, a 65-yard scoring drive was capped off by a two-yard touchdown run from Taylor Delangelo. That was set up when Delangelo found Pullman for a 40-yard connection earlier in the drive. And then Delangelo found Pullman for the two-point try to give Westwood an 8-7 lead. Hancock would respond just over two minutes later, though. Austin Salani ripped off a 12-yard run. The two-point try was good, and it made it 15-7 with 9-12 to play in the first half. Westwood with a long time-consuming drive that lasted just over seven minutes and went 76 yards and included a fourth down and four conversion from their own 33-yard line. And it was capped off with Chad Pullman running it in from eight yards out. The conversion attempt failed, and Westwood trails 15-14 at the break. Defense came up with a bit of a stop toward the red zone at the end of the first half, and they keep this a one-point ball game. With that, let's take our next break a little bit early. I've got a rather lengthy interview for you, but it's a good one. It's with Head Girls tennis coach Sarah Massey. Her team, winners of the UP finals earlier this week. Catch that interview next on ESPN-UP.
2: When you combine a century of truck-building know-how with 7 million miles of testing, you don't just get any old truck. You get one that's bigger, stronger, and lighter than the previous generation. One that's built on the legacy of the most dependable, long-lasting, full-sized pickups on the road. You get a Silverado. The bold, fluid design of the all-new Silverado isn't just for show. Like the rest of the truck, it's here to work. No matter if you're an experienced hauler or just joining the Silverado family for the first time, you'll be able to choose the truck that's right for you. So, climb into the all new Silverado now and find new roads at Fox Nagani. Man, I love my UP life. With free pickup and delivery for all service work. Fox Nagani, experience the difference. Hi, honey. I'm home. What's new?
8: Household delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that
2: was fast. Any problems?
8: None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look.
4: Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room?
8: They're the household guys.
4: Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall?
8: (laughs) Why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee?
4: Household Appliance and Art Band Furniture, locally owned, U.S. 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork-Nzalke Funeral Home. Being
15: a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts.
4: Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. This is ESPN UP Sports Director
1: Tanner Hoops. Every week, we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off
3: the
6: field. Jackson Vidlin, I'm a lineman and I'm in twelfth grade. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo is probably a chimp. A hot dog is probably not a sandwich. My favorite athlete is probably Jordan Burroughs, an Olympic wrestler. My goofiest teammate is probably uh, Dylan Beebe. My favorite restaurant would have to be McDonald's. This is Jackson Vidlin, and you're listening to Westwood Football on ESPN-UP.
0: You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Westwood Athletics
1: on ESPN-UP, Tanner Hoops with you. Earlier this week, the Westwood Patriot Girls tennis team captured their fourth consecutive UP championship, and we're joined by Head Coach Sarah Massey. Coach, I appreciate you taking the time. Congrats to you and your girls on another amazing season. Has it sunk in yet?
15: Thank you. Um, I I think so. I mean, it's really exciting for the girls that um, they get to end the season on this note, especially... The great group of seniors that we have, um, I've worked with some of those girls since they were in middle school, and I think just seeing all their hard work pay off and the way that they wanted to is really exciting.
1: Well, coming into this year, you knew Westwood would have high expectations. Taking over the program, did you feel like that there was some pressure on you to live up to that, or what was your mindset going into the year?
15: Um, A little bit. I think um, it helped that when I was in college, I helped Chris out when he was still the head coach and so it wasn't like I was jumping into something I wasn't familiar with so playing for him and then working with him I I knew what the expectations of the program were and then having him as my assistant I knew you know if I ever needed advice or wanted to run things by him and that kind of stuff we had a good working relationship so I wasn't too worried about that but I mean for the for the girls sake I just wanted to make sure that we could get him where Um, they needed to be for this time of the season
1: well tell me about coach jackson and your relationship with him he's been with the program for a long time it's been very successful under him tell me what it's been like to be coached by him and then coach with him
15: um it's been great i mean he started out as my eighth grade science teacher and freshman year um i spent all four years of my high school career on the varsity team with him being my coach and i think then we just started the relationship because i was Um, eager I guess to spend that extra time and those extra hours with him beating me balls and getting to be the best that I could be and then in college like I don't want this to be done um so I just chose to kind of volunteer when I could to help out with the program and through that he's all through high school I guess he kind of taught me how to coach and how to do different aspects of that and now it's turned into you know we have a Good partnership in that area where we both have knowledge in different areas, but he's a great um, consultant and helper, and he's always willing to give me advice but also let me do what I'd like with the program.
1: Well, Coach, tell me about some of your individual players, where they were in the lineup, and some of the accolades they garnered this year.
15: Um, <clears throat> our seniors, we have Maddie Koski and Tessa Elise, who were at one and two singles, which they've been there for a few years now. So. That experience definitely helped them out yesterday and last week in the MPCs um, both of them earned all UP first team this year and then over on the double side we have Carly patron and Caitlin Angela were our one doubles players um, they're also all UP first team and Ellie Miller and Megan Johnson was our two doubles um, one and two doubles were runner-up but they both ended up on the all up teams just because they had such an awesome season
1: coach tell me about some of your regular season matches and when you started to realize how good the team you had really could be
15: i think you know right when we started off the year nagani was our first match and nagani had won the mpc conference i think the last time westwood won was 2011 might be a year or two off on that but it was close to around then Um, we had tied them one year since then but pretty much nagani had been dominant so that first match when we came out and we beat them 5-3 it was like okay we we could do this but they could also do this so we kind of had that we know we're right there but when we came into npcs last thursday it could have gone either direction depending on who brought their a game that day
1: was there any aspect of the fundamentals throughout the year, whether it be serves, volleying, what have you, where you felt like you grew the most as a team?
15: Um, I think for this team, the biggest battle was just themselves. Um, I think they had those high expectations for themselves, so it wasn't the, it wasn't as much the technical stuff as it was making sure our emotions were in check when we're on the court and when you're in the middle of the match and when you're winning it's easy to make sure your emotions are in check but when you're losing um, being able to forget the last point and move on to the next just a lot of the mental toughness I guess with um, and with having an experienced squad was easier than some years but it also still presented challenges because they did have the pressure of we know that we could win so I think it wasn't as much the technical aspect of it as it was just battling their mind and their emotions and Worrying about the things that they can control during a match.
1: Talking with Sarah Massey, Westwood High School girls tennis coach. Her team winning the MPCs last week, and then earlier this week capturing the UP Finals Championship. Coach, let's go back to last week. Tell me about the MPCs, the tournament format for those of our listeners who might not know, and how that day went for you.
15: Um, the MPC has five teams in it, so the day the day ended up with a Westwood Nagani final. So it was basically a dual meet between Westwood and Nagani, um, and we ended up winning six of the eight flights.
1: Well, Coach, let's go to the UP finals earlier this week. Tell me about that tournament format for our listeners who may not know, and how that day went for you.
15: Format of the UP finals: We have seven teams in um, the MPC or er, in the UP. Excuse me. Um, so we lose Nagani, but we added Munising, West Iron, and Ironwood. So there's seven teams total. Um, the first seed gets the bye, and then everybody else plays um, up to three matches for the day, and again, we won six of the eight flights yesterday.
1: So is it like a dual format, or do you have individual players in a bracket, or how does that work?
15: So every flight, all the one singles players are in a bracket, all the two singles players are in a bracket, um, etc., through four singles, and then it's the same thing on the double side. All the one doubles are in a bracket, two doubles are in a bracket, so there's one... um, group from each team in each bracket
1: can a player play in both the singles or doubles tournament or is that a little bit of situational some coaching what you? no
15: they they either play singles or doubles so we have 12 total people on the team we have four singles players that are ranked in order of ability and then we have four doubles teams that are ranked in order of ability and you play the matching rankings from the other teams
1: did it start to become apparent fairly early in the day at UPs that you guys were going to claim the title? Or at what point did you start to realize that we've got this, we clinched?
15: I think when everybody won those second-round matches and we were in every final, um, just looking around and seeing that there wasn't, like at NPCs it was, okay, we're in every final, but Nagani's also in every final, so it could still go either way. Um, but once I saw we were in every final and the other, the people we were playing was kind of mixed up, I had an idea We've got to be getting close here. And then girls started walking off with victories.
1: What was your message to the team after the tournament ended?
15: Awesome season, I guess. Uh, They were so much fun to coach. Um, Such a great group of girls. And I think they all, on and off the court, are just great kids. Um, A lot of fun to coach. They're always laughing, always having fun. And I think they learn a lot about themselves, being that it's a Individual sport, so it, um, that transfers to a team sport. But you win as a team through your individual success. So I think a lot of those um, character traits that they developed over the past four years will help them with everything. So I just kind of thank them for the awesome season and being who they are. And ask, you know, you always want to ask the younger players keep giving back to the program so we can continue this type of success.
1: Four straight UP Finals championships. Now, tell me about the direction that Westwood Girls Tennis is going as a program.
15: As a program, I mean, we're doing well. This year, we're going to lose a handful of players. I think we have five seniors that were in the varsity lineup, and um, they were all playing one or two. So filling those spots, I think, is um, a challenge but an opportunity for some of our younger players or our players that – I've been playing under them, and also a chance for um, our JV team to step up, which I think we have a lot of girls that are ready for that. This year we had almost 40 girls out. I think it was like 36 or something like that. Um, So there's opportunity coming in next year for those girls to fill those spots and hopefully keep our numbers good. You know, we're strong because we have the depth that we do. Um, So keeping that depth is really important to us.
4: Yeah, how did your
1: JV season end up?
15: Um, they did well. You know, at the JV level, we work a lot on fundamentals, and we, we kind of section them into groups as to what their strengths are and what they need to improve on and work on. So we focus on practice, 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 um, while trying to throw a couple of fun meets in there just to um, keep them around and let them know, you know, this is this is what we're working for, but we got to practice um, and make sure we have our fundamentals down before we're putting them to the test in the meet, and also challenging our varsity players for their spots so i think the girls have a lot of fun um and they also get that experience of getting to play other schools but also challenging each other within our lineup
1: coach how about for any middle schoolers or young students incoming players for the program how would they go about getting involved if they were interested in joining once they got to high school
15: um we have a summer program um that's uh we do a week-long camp in the summer um This next spring, we might see if we can try to get something in the works to get some middle schoolers a little more exposed so that their freshman year isn't their first exposure to tennis. But for sure, we always run our summer week-long tennis camp for boys and girls. And hopefully this year and the next couple of years, we'll also have um, a larger thing that middle schoolers can get um, a little more committed to and get more exposure to the sport.
1: Sarah Massey is the Head Girls Tennis Coach at Westwood High School. Her team capturing their fourth straight UP Tennis Championship earlier this week. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Congrats on a
9: great season. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you. When is the last time you reviewed your mortgage loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your M-Bank mortgage lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly mortgage payment, help you pay off your mortgage faster, or let you get cash out for that project you've been planning. Let an M-Bank mortgage lending specialist help you decide if it's time to refinance. Call or visit your local M-Bank branch to get started today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
10: If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the hometown touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game time gear. Wilderness Sports, Downtown Nishpa.
0: You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN UP. We are
1: set to start half number two here at McAfee Stadium on the campus of Finlandia University. Tanner Hoops with the play-by-play. Thomas Dunston, our in-studio producer. And engineer, glad to have you with us. Third quarter of action, about to get started. And we are going to get set to see the Westwood offense come back onto the field. A few other scores to update you on from around the area. Ishpeming with a 30-8 to lead over Gwynn. That game's at halftime. 7-6 Iron Mountain over Calumet is also a halftime score. Nagani 22-6 to at halftime leaders over Lutz. We will play the Purple Hornets next week. Pickford 32-20, they lead Cedarville, that game is at halftime. And Houghton has a 6-0 lead over Gogebic, that game is at halftime. 7-0 Gladstone against Sault Ste. Marie, another score at the break. And Marquette, a 10-7 lead over Alpena on homecoming night for the Redmen. That's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Elsewhere 2-1, to one, Minnesota leading the Yankees in game one of the ALDS, that game in the home third. Once we sign off here tonight, we'll join the Nationals and Dodgers in progress here on ESPN-UP. Should be a fun one. Now Westwood takes the field with the return unit. They'll operate from right to left across the radio dial. Hancock center. leading at 15-14 as we get set for what should be a really fun second half of football action here in the West Westpac. Connor LeClaire has and the ball teed up. right, has send it away for the Bulldogs. Pullman, Kangas, and company back to return it for Westwood. LeClaire with the approach. And he sends a high arcing ball that's not deep, and it's fielded by Mason Mariuzza, and he brings it across the 40-yard line and is dragged down to the 44, so there will be really good starting field position on this drive for Westwood. Taylor Delangelo leads his offense out onto the field. Patriots trailing 15-14. Third quarter of action just underway. Pat's back at home next week for week 7. Taking on Lions, a team that West would beat 22 to nothing on the road last year. Shotgun formation, Delangelo. too wide to the near side, Anderson in motion right to left, takes a snap. Design QB run goes up the middle across the 45 and is dragged down for a gain of 2, maybe 3. And brings up second down and 7. Gain of 3 on the play. Patriots beat Hancock 46 to nothing last year. That game back in the West End it was homecoming, but it's been a much different game this year. It's been a much different season for the Bulldogs this year. Off to a four and one start, Ramon Segay, in his first year as the varsity head coach, had been with the junior varsity for many years. Hancock started last year two and zero, but lost their last seven. Shotgun formation on second and seven, takes a snap, goes up the middle, and he's dragged down for a gain of about two by Peter Anderson. So Delangelo calls his own number twice to open up the second half, and it brings up third down and five. The ball is just shy of midfield. Patriots with rushing touchdowns from Delangelo from two yards out, and Pullman, 11 yards. Check that, eight yards. Too wide, bolt to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation, Delangelo, Anderson in motion, right to left. Delangelo takes a snap, running off tackle to the right side, diving forward. He's going to be short of the first down marker. Just got across midfield, but he's still about a yard or two shy. Looks like two yards shy of the first down marker. Fourth and two at the Hancock 49. And Scott Sergula converted a fourth and four from his own 33 in the first half. Got to think this is two-down territory. The offense does indeed remain on the field. Two wide, bolt to the near side of the field, Mariuta and Pullman. Shotgun formation against a four-man front, Hancock linebackers showing blitz. Fourth and two, Delangelo. takes a snap, cuts up the middle. He's got enough to move the sticks and brought down to the 45. So the Patriots keep the drive going. Mann
13: on the carry for the Patriots. Under
1: 10 minutes to play, third quarter, 15-14, Hancock leading by one. Teams have been trading the lead throughout the night. One more road trip in the regular season after tonight, two weeks from tonight, and that's a long one down to Bessemer when the Patriots take on the Gogebic Miners. Shotgun formation, two to the near side. Mann a step to the left of his quarterback, Delangelo, and Garrett Mann takes a direct snap, and Mann is brought down near the 42. So Mann, out of the Wildcat, gains about three. Second down and seven now. Clock rolling, 9:08 to play, quarter number three. Pats trail by one. Delangelo brings the play call in from the sideline. Patriots looking for their third straight victory after a 1-2 and two start. Hancock trying to move to 5-1. and one. Two wide bolt to the near side of the field. Mariuta and Pullman. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Tight end Anderson to the near side of the field. Takes a snap. QB keeper up the middle. Beg your pardon, that's man out of the Wildcat again, and he's across the 40-yard line. Man on the carry. Brings up third down and three. Eight and a half minutes to play in the quarter. Ball at the Hancock 39. Man didn't have a carry in the first half. But getting his number called in the last few attempts here in this half. Shotgun formation, Delangelo alongside man. Man gets a uh, direct snap again, and he's brought down short of the first down marker. A heavy hit applied, and it's fourth down. Piedela came up to make the stop. So now fourth down at about three. Ball is at the 38 of Hancock. 7.40 to play, quarter number three, and a timeout is called by Westwood. So the Patriots want to talk about it. Let's take this time out with them. More after this on ESPN-UP.
16: At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Magani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Ember's Credit Union.
4: Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are thrilled to welcome in Week 6 of the high school football season with these deals. Black Angus Boneless Bottom Round Roast for $3.33 a pound. Smithfield Bone-In Spare Ribs $1.99 a pound. Whole Beef Tenderloin $6.96 a pound. Tender Bird Leg Quarters $4.94 for a 10-pound package. And a six-pack of Pepsi Half-Liter Bottles, three for $9.99 plus deposit. Prices are good through Saturday, October 5th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood, Super 1 Foods. Four, four,
1: El well, Tanner Hoops with you back at Finlandia University, McAfee Field. 15-14, Hancock on top. Shotgun formation, two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Coleman in the slot, Marriott's out there as well. It's a fourth down and three for Westwood at the Hancock 38 yard line. Man in motion. DeLangelo takes a snap. QB keep up the middle. First down and then some into the secondary and one man to beat. He couldn't beat him, but he has enough for the first down. Connor LeClaire with a touchdown saving tackle near the 25 yard line. DeLangelo up the middle. He needed three, he got much more than that. And with 7.34 to play in the quarter, Westwood is able to move the sticks and keep the drive alive. First and ten, the official spot is the 23, so that goes down as a gain of 15. 15, 15-14, Hancock by one, Pat's knocking on the door, Delangelo from the shotgun, man a step to his left. Man in motion is Pullman, QB keeper Delangelo up the middle, Delangelo fighting after contact inside the 20. Gains close to six on first down. It brings up second and close to four. Seven-minute mark here in quarter number
13: three.
1: Patriots trail by one. One wide to the far side of the field. That's Mariutsa out there all by his lonesome. Pullman lined up as a wingback to the near side of the field. Delangelo from the shotgun. man has stepped to his left. Takes a snap. QB keeper round the left end, and he's dragged down by Piedela. Gains a couple. Brings up third down and two. Ball at the 15. 620 to play, third quarter. It's been a long, time-consuming march to start this third quarter for Westwood. Almost half the quarter is gone. One wide, Mariutsa, far side of the field. A wing T set. Pullman to the right, goes out in motion, lines up in the slot. Delangelo takes a snap, QB keeper down the sideline, left side, dancing to the end zone, he's in. Taylor DeLangelo busted outside. He finds the end zone for a 15-yard touchdown carry. They got Pullman, who was lined up as a wingback to the right side to go in motion, moved out toward where Mariuta was lined up, and that put the Hancock defense on skates, got them going one way. DeLangelo went the other and found the end zone. So now the two-point try. Patriots leading 20-15. to 15. One wide to the far side. Shotgun formation back in that wing T set. And Pullman goes in motion again out to the right side. Delangelo, same play going up the middle. Gets close and spun around. He's in. So the same play. And it works. And with 550 to play in the third quarter, Westwood has taken a twenty-two to fifteen lead. DelAngelo with his second rushing touchdown of the game. And this one caps a 56-yard scoring drive that consumes six minutes and ten seconds. That's what Westwood is looking for, a long time consuming ground and pound drive. And the two-point try gives Westwood a seven-point lead, just over the halfway point here in quarter number three. Bats trying to keep the momentum going. Well, let's continue to check the out-of-town scoreboard as we get a moment. Nagani, 22-6 lead over Lance. That game in the third quarter. End of three, Iron Mountain, 7-6 lead over Calumet. That'll be the other one to keep an eye on throughout the night. Set to kick off for the Patriots. Continue to keep an eye on those games. Westwood leading 22 15 and set to boot it away. Bowman has it teed up, the approach, and sends a low line drive kick end over run. That's going to roll out of bounds near the 25, and the flag will fly. So first and ten for Hancock. They're going to get this with pretty good field position. By fifty to play in the quarter, and they trail by seven. Hancock scored on their second offensive series, took a seven 0 lead. The Patriots responded a couple plays later, went up eight to seven. Hancock responded on their next drive though, and went up fifteen to eight. They stopped Westwood. Drove down inside the 25 right before the half, but Westwood came up with an offensive stop and takes a lead on their opening drive of the second half. Pitch to Austin Solani on their first play from scrimmage in the third quarter, and Solani trying to bounce it outside, run out of bounds just across the 40-yard line. He ends up gaining a... About five yards, and it brings up second down and five. So second and five. Solani was a receiver when we saw Hancock last year. They moved him to the tailback spot. Bulldogs dealing with a couple of key injuries, a couple of starters lost after week two. The fullback and wide receiver positions. Backs in the eye, two out wide of the play. Second down, we'll call it seven. Solani working under center, takes a snap, makes the pitch. Still has it, stepping up, puts up a deep ball. He's got a man, LeClaire, and he dropped it. It looked like he got a hand on it. Pass could have been better, but it was catchable. And LeClaire just couldn't haul it in. Just a little too far out of his reach, but he had Chad Pullman beat. And very rarely will you find someone who can outrun Chad Pullman. It brings up third down and a long seven with 5.36 to play. And if he hauls that ball in, that is six points. Spreading the field with three wide. Shotgun formation, four-man front defensively for Westwood. Takes a snap, quick pass, slant, incomplete to the left side. Pass broken up by Pullman. Tried to get it into LeClaire, and that will bring up fourth down and seven. On the play for the and will we see Hancock punt for the first time tonight? We saw their punt unit only to convert with a 15-yard fake punt pass play. That came back in the first quarter. Austin Salani handles punting duties. He's back there now awaiting a snap. Snap is perfect. And Solani gets it away. It's a really nice punt. Westwood doesn't have anybody back there. And it takes a high Hancock roll back to the Westwood 20-yard line and dies there. A great punt by Austin Solani, And it's first and ten for Westwood. 5.23 to play. The good news, Westwood's defense forces a three and out. And only 37 seconds come off the clock on that drive. Time of possession, Westwood with the edge there. And they'll look to keep that going, certainly, throughout the remainder of the game. Westwood trying to even up the all-time series against the Bulldogs. They can do so with a win tonight. 14th all-time meeting, Westwood is 1-6. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Takes a snap, hands off to Mann. Man cutting off to the right side, and he's dragged down near the five-yard line. D'Angelo took the snap, and then he handed it to Mann. Looks like a little bit of confusion, maybe a busted play. Gain of about five yards brings up second and five. Peter Anderson had the stop for the Bulldogs as we hit the five-minute mark in the third quarter. 22-15, Westwood by seven with the football. Second down and five, two wide to the far side of the field, Mariutsa and Pullman. Alderton at tight end to the near side of the field. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Delangelo. Now the snap is going to go to Mann out of the Wildcat, and Mann working his way forward. Gains about three, and it's going to bring up third down and two. Ball at the Westwood 28.
13: Third down and two.
1: to play, third quarter clock, continuing to roll. Update from the Bronx, New York leading Minnesota 3-2, top of the fourth inning in that ALDS game one. Houston and Atlanta already winners today. We'll join L.A. and Washington in progress when we sign off tonight. Too wide to the far side of the field. Shotgun formation. Takes a snap, DeLangelo, QB keeper up the middle. He's got a 1st down and then some into the secondary, 40, 45, 50, and he's finally dragged down by the safety, LeClaire. DeLangelo, DeLangelo, DeLangelo used his blockers well. He saw the field open up in front of him, and he exploits the left side of the field. And Connor LeClaire with another touchdown-saving tackle. Ball spotted at the Hancock 49. Delangelo just broke midfield. So Westwood with a third down and two conversion. A fresh set of downs in the Hancock half of the 50. Shotgun formation, two wide near side, Pullman in the slot. Double tight end set. Delangelo, QB keeper going right up the gut to the 45, and he's thrown down. Dela came up to make the stop for Hancock. After tonight, Westwood home for two of the final three regular season games. launched next week. And then week nine, taking on Nagani at Gojibbic, two weeks from tonight, as the Patriots fight to secure a playoff spot. Three and two record entering play tonight. And Westwood needs three wins in their final four games to guarantee a playoff spot. Two to qualify. Three to guarantee a spot. Shotgun formation, Delangelo, QB keeper, running off tackle left side, dives forward, gets to about the 44-yard line. Tackle that time made by Anderson, the linebacker, as in Coy Anderson. So it's third down and three, ball at the 42. Hancock going through the gauntlet of their schedule. Trying to secure a playoff, berth, needing two wins in their final four games. But three of those final four against Westwood, Calumet, and Iron Mountain. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field, shotgun for Delangelo. Alderton the tight end to the near side of the field. Delangelo, QB keeper, cutting up the middle. He's got space, 35-30, inside the 30 and dragged down near the 25. Delangelo just sees the field so well, has been putting defenders on skates. I think he likes playing on turf. Minute 58 to play in the third quarter. Westwood has dominated time possession thus far in the second half. And on the legs of their quarterback, they have a first down at the Hancock 25. This drive, keep in mind, started at our 20. Clock restarts as they reset the chains. Minute 45 to go, third quarter. 22-15, Westwood by seven. Too wide near side of the field. Delangelo from the far hash. QB keeper right at the gut. Delangelo brought down near the 20-yard line. Gain of about four, maybe five. But Westwood is content to just rip off three, four, five yards at a time and just keep chewing the clock. A minute 15 to play in the third quarter, and Hancock's offense has been on the field for 37 seconds since halftime. Second down, and we'll call it six. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Double tight end set. Shotgun for Delangelo. Man, a step to his left. Delangelo takes a QB keeper. Delangelo cutting off tackle to the left side. He's dragged down near the first down marker. Raudiola came up to make the stop from his linebacker spot. And that will move the sticks. So Westwood gets it down to about, let's see, about the 14-yard line is where they've spotted it. Clock rolling once again. 40 seconds left, third quarter. Westwood leading by seven. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Marriutsa and Pullman. So it'll be Delangelo and Mann. Delangelo working from the shotgun. Man, a step to his left. QB keeper, Delangelo, off tackle, has room left side. Stutter step, diving for the end zone, he's in. A 14-yard touchdown scamper on first and ten for Delangelo. Used his blockers well. I tell you why, Delangelo, I think he likes playing on the turf up here at Finlandia U. His cuts have had a little something extra tonight. 16 seconds to play in the third quarter, and Westwood takes the game's first two-score lead. Now the two-point try, Two wide, bolted in the near side of the field. Alders in tight end, near side. Delangelo and the shotgun. Jet sweep, they hand off to Pullman, and he's in for the two points. And so with 16 seconds to play in the third quarter, Westwood has doubled up Hancock. At one point, Hancock had a 15-8 lead since then, 22 unanswered points by the Patriots. And Hancock's offense has not been on the field more than two minutes and thirty seconds during that time. An 80-yard touchdown drive as Westwood has had the ball for all but 37 seconds here in this second half. I tell you what, we'll continue to check the out-of-town scoreboard as we get them floating in. Peninsula Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the appreciation for the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Insulin Glass in and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, stay active, active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com. And Eagle Mind is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemind.com forward slash careers for more information.
14: 16
1: seconds left in quarter number three. Westwood leading 30-15 to 15 at one point trailed, 15-8, to 8, 22 unanswered points since. Pullman has it teed up, and he sends a low line drive kick end over end. It's picked up by Shinoeth, and he's brought down near the 37-yard line. Michael Bousineau with the tackle on special teams, and that's where Hancock takes over first down and ten. Twelve seconds left here in the third and providing Hancock doesn't turn the ball over before quarters end, they will have had 49 seconds of total offensive time in the third quarter. And they'll come out and break out as Two wide, one to each side. Backs in the eye, Salani working under center. Stuber the fullback in motion. Pitch goes to Austin Salati, looking for a block to the left side. Has one, and he's met and dropped near the 40-yard line for a gain of three. And that will be the end of the third quarter. So the Bulldogs will have After three, it's Westwood 30. Hancock 15, fourth quarter of action next on ESPN-UP.
8: At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business. They don't just work here. They live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting EagleMine.com
0: forward slash careers. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN UP. Fourth quarter
1: of action here at Hancock, 30 to 15. Westwood on top. Bulldogs with the football at their own 40, second down and seven. Patriots looking to win their third straight. Move to four and two. Hancock trying to avoid a four-and-two start. Salani hands off to his brother, going right up the gun on second down. He's dragged down for a gain of about three, and we will have a third down and four. Four. McVie Field under the lights on the field turf here at Finlandia University. Lions at home tomorrow, taking on Olivet College. 30-15, Westwood has doubled up Hancock. It's a Bulldog team that has had success this season and tonight here in the ball out. And they haven't gone to it nearly enough here in this second, third quarter stanzas. Back's in the eye, too wide to the far side. Colton Salani under center, takes a snap, rolls to his right. Blitz coming from Alderton, looking for help. Fires sideline, it is caught. Did he hang on to it? No, he didn't. I am going to say that ball bounced off the turf and it's fourth down. Tried to go across his body. He was looking for LeClaire, and LeClaire was diving for the football. The throw wasn't great because he was under pressure from Alderton. And the ball bounced off the turf to bring up fourth down and four. Hancock, with the football at their own 44, has a decision to make, and they send the punt unit on. They did convert a fake punt pass in the first quarter. That turned into a 15-yard gain. Austin Solani handles punting duties, takes a snap, gets it away. It's a good punt, Westwood with nobody back. And they'll concede the yards as it takes a Hancock roll inside the 20 down to the 15. And that's where Westwood takes over with 11 minutes remaining here in this fourth quarter.
14: 30-15,
1: to 15, Patriots on top. Hancock has had the football for a minute and 49 seconds since halftime. Meanwhile, Westwood has outscored them 16 to nothing in that span. So I formation, ball at the 15. They'll move a man out, Mariuta, and now we're back to regular formation. But we get a whistle prior to the snap. And a timeout has been called. So 11 minutes even left in regulation tonight. Looking for a bank that understands your business? Then look to Bank. From business loans to treasury management and everything in between, MBank's in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances service is what they sell and sometimes what others sell depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at Household Appliance. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's contest. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Westwood Patriot Athletics. We couldn't do it without you. Our next broadcast of Westwood High School Sports will be a week from tonight. Back at home, taking on lots. Quinn cuts into the Ishpeming lead. Hematites up 30-14 to 14 that game midway through the third quarter. Uh, Alpena, 13-10 lead over Marquette. 3.35 to go, third quarter there. Taking over after a, uh, Continue to look at the out-of-town scoreboard as scores come to us. Iron Mountain, 15-6 over Calumet in the fourth quarter. We'll go with the first and ten. Could be the unofficial yeah, division championship. There. Westwood's offense back out there. First down and ten for their own fifteen. Delangelo on the hard count. Takes a snap. Keeps it himself. Cuts up the middle. Ran into his own man, and he's dragged down near the thirty yard excuse me, the twenty yard line. Westwood just trying to move the clock right now. They're content to rip off three, four yards at a time, and let that clock wind down. A gain of three after the 18, so it's second down and seven. Delangelo taking his time in the huddle. Too wide, they're both to the near side of the field. Mariuta and Pullman. Shotgun formation. Play clock down to five. Delangelo on the hard count. Let's it go all the way down and snaps a football blitz. Coming and he's dropped. First time tonight that DeLangelo has been sacked, but the blitz came that time from Rowdiola and Stuber. And it brings up third down and long, and that's something Hancock really hasn't done tonight is get the Patriots in third and long situations. Back to the 16-yard line, third and nine, loss of two. Inside 10 minutes to play. Patriots lead at 30-15. to 15. Delangelo brings a play call in from the sideline play clock under 10 Westwood still not to the line might have to use a the timeout. they hustle up to the line and they weren't going to get the playoff Scott Sergio burns a timeout 931 to play here in quarter number four Patriots faced with a third down and nine at their own 16yard line leading 30 to 15 22 unanswered points. And during that run, Hancock has possessed the ball for a minute 49. Gladstone with a 13 nothing lead over Sault Ste. Marie. That game is three-quarters old. Checking the out-of-town scoreboard on a busy night. Don't forget to check out the Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow. Hear from coaches around Marquette County and hear how week six Friday night went for their team. That's coming up tomorrow, 9 to 10, here on ESPN-UP. Plus, we'll award our Marquette County Player of the Weeks, and uh, that is presented by Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness. Third down and nine. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Man is in motion, lines up as a wing to the right side, takes a snap, rolls out to his right. Delangelo looking to throw, fires intercepted. Near the 30-yard line and then dropped immediately. It's Peter Anderson who came away with the pick. And that was about the worst thing that could have happened to Westwood right there. Hancock with some life, 9.23 to play in regulation, down 15, a short field to work with. have not been a lot going for their offense after halftime, and that might just be the break they need. First and 10 at the Westwood
14: 28.
1: They've got three wide, two to the far side, tied in Anderson to the left. Shotgun formation, Salani takes a snap. QB keeper rolling out to the right side, looking for somebody to get open. Nobody's there, and he's dropped for a loss of about two. That's going to go down as a sack for Eric Anderson. And that looked like a busted play. It looked like he wanted to run the ball. Then he looked for somebody to get open. Nobody did. And he's sacked by Anderson and a host of other Patriots. A loss of three brings up second and 13, back to the 31. Clock rolling inside, nine minutes to play, 15-point Patriot lead, 30-15. to 15. Three wide on the play, two to the near side. Solani takes the shotgun snap, dropping back. Now he's going to step up and he's going to run the football. He's got room, he's got a first down and then some inside the 10-5, touchdown. Colton Solani. 8.32 to play in regulation. And it's a one-score game.
14: Totally had
1: this for Westwood, and they Colton, Colton Salani with that's a that's 31-yard that's touchdown that's run. Set that's up that's by the Peter Anderson interception. In the now what does Hancock do on their point-after attempt? They trail by nine going to have to go for a two-point conversion at some point. Will they do it now, or will they kick? They're one for one, kicking PATs tonight. And they're going to go for two. So this would make it a one-score game. Shotgun formation. Solani takes a snap. Rolling out to his right, looking for a man. He's going to run himself, and he's in. The two-point try makes this a seven-point ball game with 8.32 to play in regulation. We are going to go right down to the wire with this one. Westwood on top, 30-23, to 23, just when it looked like everything was going Westwood's way. 22 straight points. And during that stretch, Hancock had the ball for a minute and forty-nine seconds. But then an interception thrown at the Westwood twenty-eight yard line. And a couple of plays later, Hancock is in the end zone with a thirty-one yard touchdown run on a QB keeper from Colton Salani. So eight thirty-two to play in regulation, thirty to twenty-three. Westwood's lead is seven. And now, do you think about an onside kick if you're Hancock? The way Westwood has been able to ground and pound and chew clock, it might be in the back of your mind. Neither team has sent personnel onto the field yet. But you got to believe it could be in the back of the mind of Hancock first-year head coach Ramon Segay. So the Bulldogs. Uh, Each team will send their special teams unit out on the field. Connor LeClaire will handle kicking duties. Has it teed up at the 40-yard line. 8.32 to play in regulation. Westwood 30, Hancock 23. A good one so far here at Finlandia U. LeClaire. Jacks both sides of his line. He awaits the whistle. He gets it, left hand up in the air, and he's ready. The approach, and he does. Send it end over end, we'll have a return on it. Caught around the 25-yard line, cutting up the middle is Eric Anderson, and Anderson is brought down as he crossed the 30, just shy of the 35-yard line. So 8.26 left for Westwood, leading by seven. And they put together another long, time-consuming scoring drive. Their Hancock has got two timeouts Patriots remaining. Delangelo gets a play call from head coach Scott Surgula. Chilly, brisk out. night in early October. Left
14: to go here
1: in the Patriots quarter. looking and for a four-and-two start to the year. Shotgun down. formation, two wide to the far side. Four-man front defensively and, and for Hancock. Delangelo with the man. man. Just to his right. Takes a snap. It's a QB keeper. Delangelo off tackle. Left side. First down and forced out of bounds just shy of midfield. Right now it 13, looks like a gain of about 13 yards for Delangelo on first down. Run out of bounds at the Hancock 47. Westwood does move the sticks. If yeah, there's any a nice gap on the left side to the thing of. Concern for Westwood there as he was forced out of bounds. Clock doesn't keep going. Too wide near side of the field. Shotgun formation. Delangelo, man, a step to his right. Delangelo takes a snap, fires out the flat, caught. Pullman turns it upfield across the 50, 45, and forced out of bounds. Just shy of the first down marker. And he gains eight to bring up second down and two at the Hancock 45. to play, quarter number four. Westwood being aggressive. They're not just looking to wind down the clock here. They're looking to score. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. Hancock defensively in a 40-man front. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Alderton tied end lines up to the near side. Gets a snap from Pavo. Delangelo off tackle, left side, first down, and he's brought down just as he crossed the line to gain short of the forty. Eight-minute mark here in quarter number four. Patriots leading thirty to twenty-three. Just trying to salt this one away. Ball spotted to the Hancock forty-one. Delangelo gets a play call from head coach Scott Sergila. They're going to continue to let that play clock wind down. Play clock's displayed just out the back of each end zone here at Finlandia University. Five seconds shown on it. Too wide near side of the field. Delangelo takes a snap. Rolls out to the right. Now he's going to tuck it and run it. and He's dragged down for no gain. Willard Ball came up to make the stop from his defensive end spot. Seven and a half minute mark, quarter number four brings up second down and ten at the forty-two. Patriots back home next week. Lots will be in town. And a road trip to Bessemer to take on Go and then Nagani to, to close out the regular season three weeks from tonight. Shotgun too wide near side. Double tight end set. Anderson to the near side. Delangelo takes a shotgun, steps up, and he's going to run the football, brought down by ball as he crossed the 40. And that's a gain of three. So third down and seven for Westwood inside of seven minutes to play. There will be about six minutes and 20 seconds by the time the next play is snapped if Westwood uses all the play clock. Again, Hancock with two timeouts left. They're down and seven. Just one wide to the near side of the field. Now Pullman gets out there and joins Mariuzza. Same formation from the shotgun. Delangelo stands at the 45. Direct snap goes to man, and man is swarmed and dropped for a loss. The blitz came that time. Rowdiola was up there. Rudy Bekela came up there, helped out. So Westwood will be faced with a fourth down and 11. Ball just shy of the Hancock 42-yard line. Clock rolling inside, 5.45 to play. 5.45 to play here in quarter number four. And timeout is called by Scott Sergila. So 5.40 to play. Regulation time, fourth down and 11. All at the Hancock 43-yard line, Westwood leading by seven. Hancock still with two timeouts left. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from all of us at Fox Motors Team UP. Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you and Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union live it up. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Westwood Athletics. We couldn't do it without you. Five forty to play, regulation time, Westwood with a football facing fourth and eleven. They're in Hancock Territory at the forty three and lead thirty to twenty three. See what Scott Sergio dials up here on fourth and long. Westwood trying to salt this game away. A crisp, albeit clear, night for football here in the Kiwani Peninsula of Michigan. Fourth down at 11. Too wide of the play. Pullman in the slot. Anderson, lined up as a wing back to the far side, goes in motion left to right. Delangelo takes a snap, rolls out to his right, looking to throw. Blitz coming, steps up, fires across his body. It is caught. Was he in bounds? He was. Pullman makes the catch just inside the 30 and got a foot down before running out of bounds. A huge hookup from Delangelo to Pullman. Made sure he dragged that toe. And gets down to the 28-yard line, a gain of 15 on 4th and 11. And Westwood has a new set of downs inside the Hancock 30 with 5.34 to play. One wide this time to the near side of the field. And now Pullman goes in motion and joins Mariuzis. A two wide on the play, both this side. Delangelo with a QB keeper going up the middle. Delangelo wrapped up near the 25, a gain of three. Two timeouts left for Hancock. We'll see at what point they start to use them. Westwood leading by seven, but again, they don't have a kicking game, so they got to find the end zone. And this will be two-down territory. If they want to make this a two-score game, it's going to have to be by finding the end zone. And you wonder... What Hancock's strategy is going to be, how quickly they start digging into those timeouts, start trying to strip the football. Man in motion, Anderson, wing back from left to right. Delangelo, QB, keeper. Delangelo inside the 25 and brought down just shy of the 20. Gains four and it brings up third down and four. Clock rolling 438 to play in regulation. Let's see what Westwood comes out with. Tell you what, the Patriots have converted some big fourth downs tonight. That 15-yard hookup from Delangelo to Pullman on fourth and 11. You go back to the midway point in the second quarter, fourth down and four at their own 33. Patriots convert. That turned into a 76-yard touchdown drive. Shotgun, D'Angelo takes a snap, rolls to his left, looking to cut it up the middle. He does. He's brought down near the first down marker. He's inside the 20, and this will depend on the spot. Then no signal yet. Clock still rolling inside of four minutes to play, and it looks like it's going to be fourth and inches. They're going to mark him short. So fourth down in inches, 3.40 to play, regulation time. Westwood doesn't have to snap the ball until there's 3.20 left. Very rarely have they've up straight up the middle, at least in the second. Fourth and one, ball resting at the 18-yard line. Two wide, bolt to the far side, same formation. Anderson in motion, QB keeper, Delangelo. he's got the first down. Brought down at the 15. And now, Hancock's going to have to start digging into their bag of timeouts. Clock stops while they reset the chains. 3.14 to play. The Bulldogs can stop the clock twice. Westwood first and ten at the Hancock 15. Same formation, two wide to the near side of the field. Delangelo from the shotgun. Man a step to his right. Delangelo, standing at the 20-yard line, takes a snap. QB keeper to the right side. He's dropped from behind. Just got back across the line of scrimmage, maybe gained half a yard. Austin Salani came up to make the stop. Brings up second and a long nine just inside the 15. 2.35 to play in regulation. 30-23 to 23 Westwood by seven with the football inside the Hancock 15. Patriots trying to salt it away, but the Bulldogs are holding on to those final two timeouts. Ten left in the play clock. Man in motion, Anderson right to left. DeLangelo, QB keeper, running off tackle, left side, diving forward, brought down just shy of the 10. 2.05 to play in regulation. We get a whistle and a timeout called by Hancock. 2.04 to play. It will be third down in about five for Westwood. Third and five from the Hancock 10. And there's one timeout left for the Bulldogs. So they've got to get the stop on third down, probably use the timeout, and then stop Westwood on fourth down, and then drive the length of the field with no timeouts in about two minutes. That's what's being tasked of them. Patriots at one point trailed 15-8, to scored 22 unanswered points, and during that stretch, Hancock possessed the ball for a minute and 49 seconds. That stretch lasted midway through the second quarter through the entirety of the third and then early into the fourth. Hancock picked off a Taylor Delangelo pass early in the fourth quarter, and a couple of plays later they turned that into a 31 yard touchdown run. That's so how they got back within one score. Two oh four to play, regulation time. Westwood trying to salt it away here at Finlandia U tonight. 30 to 23, Westwood by seven. 204 to play in regulation. A first down ends the ball game. Third down and five from the ten. DelAngelo from the shotgun. Man, a step to his right. Anderson in motion. DelAngelo rolling out to the right. Fires caught in the flat. That's Pullman diving for the first down. Barker. He stepped out of bounds. Does he have the first? He made a move and got by his defender, but he stepped out of bounds. Did he get the first down before he did so? There's been no signal yet. We haven't had a measurement tonight, but this might be our first. And they are going to bring out the chains. If Pullman has the first down, then it's over. A minute 57 to play. The Bulldogs with one timeout. Here come the chains. Ball is right at the line to gain, at the Bulldog five-yard line. And the Chains make their way over from the far side of the field. Prepare to set them down. And he does have the first down. So Pullman with the first down reception that goes for five yards. Patriots have it first and goal with a minute 57 to play. And Westwood can take a series of kneel downs and end this one. Still in their normal offense with Hancock holding on to their final timeout. Too wide of the play, bolt to the near side. Delangelo from the shotgun. Minute 57 to play. Anderson in motion left to right. Delangelo, QB keeper going right up the middle, brought down near the two. And Hancock spends that last timeout. So a minute 52 to play regulation time. And Westwood, and Iron Mountain beating, can get it right down to the wire with a couple of series of kneel downs. Now we continue to look at the out of town scoreboard tonight. A big one over in Calumet. Iron Mountain beat Calumet 15-14. As Iron Mountain takes the lead in the conference by themselves. Marquette has taken a 1913 lead over Alpina, 732 to play in regulation. How about Gwynn? The Model Towners are fighting back. They're within thirty to twenty-two after three quarters. Our score here, Westwood on top thirty to twenty-three. A minute 52 to play in regulation. Westwood is down to the Hancock three-yard line. And Hancock is powerless to stop the clock. Westwood can't quite kneel it down yet, but they'll take it right down to the final seconds. Delangelo from the shotgun. Man in motion, that's Anderson. Anderson. Takes a snap, DeLangelo, off tackle, fumbled of the football, dives back on top of it in the end zone, and DeLangelo avoids disaster and ices the game in a matter of two seconds. The ball popped out of DeLangelo's hands as he crossed the plane, and it took a bounce right back into his stomach, pressed up against the number four on his jersey as he fell into the end zone. And it goes down as a touchdown with a minute 46 to play. A three-yard scamper from Delangelo to ice this one. Two-point try, too wide to the near side of the field. Nearly worst-case scenario for Westwood, and they avoid disaster. Delangelo, by himself, out of the shotgun, takes a snap. He's blitzed and dropped that time. So he doesn't have it, but we do have a flag out there. And it's going to be holding against Westwood. Penalties declined, and Hancock will get it back with a minute 46 to play. Well, a reminder that our next broadcast of Westwood Patriot Athletics will be a week from tonight. Back home taking on the Lance Purple Hornets. We'll have the pregame for you at 6.40. Kickoff set for seven here on ESPN-UP. And it's our hope that you join us Saturday morning. Coaches show tomorrow. We'll talk with coaches throughout Marquette County and get their thoughts on tonight's contest. How it went for their team, Week Six of the high school football season. I
5: heard that Mr. Eiserman. See, you know, if I met him, I didn't know if I had
1: called Mr. Eiserman. Steve. A minute forty-six to play in regulation. By the way, tomorrow morning we will hand out this week's Marquette County Player of the Week. at of course, presented by the Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness Center of Marquette, 1301 Odivero Drive. So Westwood leads at 36-23, a minute 46 to play regulation time. Hancock, with no timeouts, are going to need a quick score, an onside kick, and another quick score. Patriots trying to move to 4-2 and two overall and play themselves off the playoff bubble. Including tonight, four games left this season, Westwood can clinch a playoff spot with wins in three of the final four games. A low line drive kick, and it's picked up by a Bulldog. Well, they threw the flag. Look touched by a Hancock player, but they throw the flag anyway. And that's going to be Hancock, a kick out of bounds going against Westwood. Seven yard line. So with a minute 45 to play, the Bulldogs will take over and they'll get fairly good field position.
5: They'll mark it at the 37 where it went out of bounds. That's what the play is. Mm. But typically, if it goes past the
1: 35, you get it. At least so we're spotted at the 37 is where Hancock will take over first so and ten. What will Hancock do? Westwood leading by 13. Shotgun formation, three wide, two to the near side. Salani takes a snap, dropping back to pass, stepping up, rolling to his left. Fire's got a man that's caught Chenoweth. Chenoweth turning it upfield, tackled from behind as he crossed the 45. That was man who made the tackle from behind for Westwood. clock stops with a minute 36 to play while they reset the chains. three wide, two to the near side, shotgun formation, four man front defensively for Westwood, Salani stepping up, firing right side, caught, that's close to a first down, just shy of the first down marker, but Piedela made the catch, a tick, 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 time continues to go off the clock, a minute ten to play regulation time, second and three. Too wide near side of the field. One to the far side. Fumbled snap. Salani trying to get back on top, and he does. Now he's going to roll out. Did not touch the ground, and Salani with the busted play is out just shy of the 40-yard line. That stops the clock. Scott Sergil is trying to say that Salani's knee was on the ground when he picked up the football. Run out of bounds just across the 40. With 57 seconds to play in regulation, Hancock not giving up. No timeouts left. They trail
5: 36-23. There's three wide in the play, two to the far side.
1: Shotgun formation for Solani. Takes a snap, looking across the middle. Stepping up in the pocket with the blitz coming, and he's dropped by Eli Lokala. Lokala with the QB sack, a loss of 3.45 seconds to play. And Hanco- uh, Hancock quickly getting to the line. Second and 13. Three wide of the play. No tied in. Solani takes a snap. Stepping up with the blitz coming. He's in trouble. Rolling to his left. Looking. Has to get rid of it. He found a man and it's caught. And he dives out of bounds near the 25. One heck of a catch by Chenoweth. And with 21 seconds left, Hancock is down to the Westwood 20. Solani just had to make something happen that time and he did kept the play alive takes a snap in the 20 steps up fires left side caught and run out of bounds for a gain of about five that's austin solani with a reception from his brother 17 seconds to play westwood leading by 13 but hancock won't go away Bulldogs still without a timeout and a tackle inbounds presumably ends this ball game
0: would give
1: Three wide of the play. Shotgun formation for Colton Salati. Stuber in the backfield with him. Takes a snap. Drops back. Looking across the middle. Let's coming. Nobody's open. Has to avoid the sack. Fumbles the football. It's loose and Westwood's on it and that is going to do it. Salati knew he couldn't take a sack. Tackle inbounds would end the ball game. He tried to just flip it away put it up for grabs, and somebody from Westwood swatted that ball loose. And the Patriots are going to come away with a 13-point victory tonight in Hancock.
13: Delangelo
1: comes out to the huddle,
14: to
1: the assuming that he sets up victory formation. Ten seconds left. Post-game show, we'll have the numbers, recap, scoring summary. A visit with Coach Serge as Delangelo drops to a knee. And that does it. All that and more coming up in our post-game show. We hope to have you with us. Final scores. we hit all zeros here at Finlandia U. It's Westwood 36, Hancock 23. Post-game show starts now. You're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN-UP.
16: At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Magani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up.
0: Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN UP. Welcome back to Finlandia U's.
1: McA- uh, McAfee Field Tanner hoops with you and glad to have you along here in ESPN UP game show as Westwood takes down Hancock 36 23 for the Week 6 victory. Let's tell you how it happened. Neither offense able to score on their first turn with the football. But the Bulldogs got it going late in the first quarter. A 37-yard touchdown pass from Colton Solani to Connor LeClaire. That capped a 62-yard scoring drive. The PAT made it 7-0 Hancock. The Patriots would respond on their next drive, though. Ten seconds into the second quarter, Taylor Delangelo punched in a two-yard touchdown run. That capped off a 65-yard scoring drive. And that was set up by a 40-yard pass from Delangelo to Pullman to get down to the 2 Westwood converted the two-point try and went up eight to seven. But a little over two minutes later, Austin Salani capped off a scoring drive with a twelve-yard run, and the two-point try made it fifteen to seven. Hancock led with nine twelve to go in the second quarter. Then Westwood went on a march that chewed up most of the remaining first half clock. And Chad Pullman scampered in from eight yards out with a minute 53 to go in the second quarter. That capped a 76-yard scoring drive. That, by the way, was kept alive when Westwood converted a fourth and four from their own 33 and led 15, excuse me, trailed 15 to 14. That's the score that we would go into halftime with. Westwood shoot up six minutes and ten seconds on their opening drive of the second half as they... March, uh, 56 yards to the end zone, capped off by a 15-yard Delangelo touchdown run to make it 22-15. to Delangelo again with 16 seconds left in the quarter from 14 yards out, capping an 80-yard scoring drive. And Westwood took their largest lead of the night at 30-15. to Hancock, by the way, had the football for just 49 seconds in that third quarter. Westwood dominated time possession in the second half, and a big reason why they won tonight. Hancock got a little life though. They picked off a pass from Delangelo at the twenty-eight yard line, and then two plays later, Colton Salani with a thirty-one yard touchdown run, and that got Hancock within thirty to twenty-three after they made the two-point conversion. There were eight minutes thirty-two seconds left at that time. Westwood though would respond. Forcing Hancock to go to the well, use their final timeouts. Taylor Delangelo scampers across the end zone from three yards out with a minute 46 to play. And that would be enough for Westwood to come away with the 36 to 23 victory. A late fumble seals it. As Westwood moves to four and two, Hancock drops to four and two on the year. Well, I tell you what. We'll get Coach Serge up here in a moment, but let's take a look at the out of town scoreboard while we have a moment. How about the Gwynn Bible Towners? They have rallied to tie things up 30 to 30 with 2.38 to play in the fourth quarter. They're taking on Ishpaming tonight. Marquette trailing Alpina 28 25, under two minutes to go in that one. Nagani winners over Lance tonight 36 to 14. The Miners have now won four straight after starting the year 0 and 2. Eight-player football, Pickford 62-20 to 20 winners over Cedarville. And as you heard earlier, Iron Mountain taking a stranglehold on the division as they beat Calumet tonight 15-14. to 14. That game was in Calumet. Continue to find scores as they come in. Houghton with a 12-6 lead over Gogebic. That game late in the fourth quarter. Well, I tell you what, let's take our last time out. Let's visit with Coach Next. All that and more coming up as our pregame rolls on on ESPN-UP.
12: It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.
0: Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community on the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Well, we welcome you back. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad
1: to have you along. Thomas Dunstan, our in-studio producer and engineer. I'm thinking that we'll get Coach on headset here at some point. He's talking with a member of the press. But Westwood gets the victory denied by a score of 30-15. to 15. Patriots move to 4-2 on the year. Hancock, meanwhile, dropping to 4-2. Patriots back at home next week taking on Lutz. And the Bulldogs will hit the road as they take on Iron Mountain. As they go through their gauntlet, Iron Mountain and then Calumet to finish out the year.
2: As they go on the road to Iron Mountain.
1: I tell you what, we'll Coach give Coach a chance to make his way over here. Good old as they
14: will be taking
1: yeah, we can grab him. For the Bowl game. A reminder that tomorrow, Saturday morning coaches show from 9 to 10 here on ESPN-UP. Get a chance to hear from all five coaches around Marquette County, get their thoughts on how Friday night went for their teams. I see Coach making his way over here now. And we'll get his thoughts on tonight. So Westwood winners tonight, 36-23. The final score as Scott Sergilo, Westwood head coach, joins us in the postgame. <laughs> coach, I tell you what, down by one at halftime. Your team controlled the line of scrimmage in the second half and at one point ripped off 22 straight points. Hancock hit the ball for a minute 49 during that stretch.
7: You know, I, I was kind of hoping to do that or have that type of game uh, in the first half. I didn't think we came out, um, you know, as, as maybe fast and furious as we should. Um, but I tell you what, maybe we did. I, I got to watch the film. Hats off to Hancock. We just beat a really, really good football team. Really good. Um, they were bigger. They were. They had speed. We didn't match up well against them, uh, especially with their size. Uh, they matched our speed. Uh, they covered well. Um, you know we had to kind of we were able to you know kind of do a couple of things to um you know beat a, you know beat them there in that third quarter and score a couple of times and but it was you know we had to get a little bit unconventional and you know uh, what can i say about uh uh Dell you know what i mean uh, 210 yards i think 209 yards tonight um 37 carries, I think we had a match. And, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> we had to go with them. I, I actually, I, you know, I kind of knew it might be that game. Um, you know, we struggled to cover the pass. Um, and I don't know why. I, it's it's like we're right there. You know, I think we're getting better. I'm going to have to watch film. It's like we're right there, but we're just missing. Um, and it's a lot of little things that we got we to gotta start doing. And, uh, you know, we threw that pick there. Um, 55, I'll be honest, We I didn't see him, so I know my quarterback didn't see him. It was a heck of a play by 55. Uh, picked it off, and then, um, uh, you know, they ran the draw uh, with the swing pass, and, you know, our one backer went with it. Our other backer uh, said he got in the way of the ref, and that's how they scored in the second half. So I'm proud of our kids. I really am. We faced a lot of adversity tonight, um, you know. Uh, hats off to uh, uh, Hancock. And, you know, it, uh, I was proud that of our kids that we came away with the victory.
1: Coach, appreciate you stopping up. Congrats. We'll talk again to tomorrow. Thanks. All right. Scott Surgel, head football coach at Westwood. His team winners tonight, 36-23 to 23 over the Hancock Bulldogs. With that, let's call it a night. Westwood gets the victory. Let's get you out to Chavez Ravine and join the L.A. Dodgers. Game two in progress against the Washington Nationals. Signing off from Finlandia University's McAfee Field in Hancock, Michigan, where the final score once again, Westwood 36, Hancock 23. For Thomas Dunston, Max Stevens, I'm Tanner Hoops. Thanks for listening to Westwood Football on ESPN-UP.
0: From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots Football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.